What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameverse, episode 69. Nice. For Tuesday, May 18th, 2021, I am Wasabi Ice Cream, as always, joined by my dude, Rick. What's up? What's up? Oh, man, it's good to be back, dude. I've been... I've had to avoid the podcast for a little while with uh, this moving situation and God, things have been so fucky. And if we have time, I can go into it later, but I'm here now. I'm ready to talk about some fucking video games, man. Um, yeah. I know what I've been playing. What have you been playing, dude? Uh, well, I built a new PC. Yeah. Uh, did that live on a twitch.tv slash gameverse, gameverse.com slash twitch or gameverse.com slash YouTube uh did it live over there and um yeah it's nice I, it's in the uh x works x32 open air itx case uh it's like this new case from from china uh and had one problem with it which this is a problem with like almost like any itx case or like any case that uses a pcie riser which is when you don't plug the you don't plug your graphics card straight into the motherboard you use this thing it's called a riser which lets you like plug it in sideways or upside down or like anywhere in the case that you want uh so like most itx cases use this because you wouldn't be able to plug in like a full-size graphics card in a normal orientation in a in a small case uh problem is that this case doesn't it, it ships with a pcie 3 riser and oh, yeah. you know we're on we're on gen 4 now so <laughs> i sent them an email like hey i'm about to buy a different cable for this do is this going to be compatible and they just sent me back like uh we don't know we don't we don't know shit about anything else besides the one we make so you try it and let us know uh so like i bought and these things aren't like cheap man the one i got i wanted to get a good one because there's a bunch of bad ones out there that are like you know faulty or like they're just bad so like i made sure i got a good one ninety dollars i had to spend for just this one fucking cable uh and got it in the case thought it would thought it would be fine and turns out there's like a little fucking red bar where uh where it like bends over there's like a red bar that just fucking is just too long where it just doesn't fit uh so i had to end up just not being able to use it it's 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 fucking it sucks (laughs) so i had to build a whole case uh so eventually i'm gonna have to open this thing back up and like replace it um so eventually that's gonna have to happen it's not it's not too bad because it's it today's games are not gonna take advantage of that but pretty soon it's gonna they're gonna be taking advantage of gen 4 so um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to have to replace that. But um yeah, that so that was my adventure. 
And yeah, finally finished. I finally finished building it or setting everything up today. Like literally like an hour or two ago, I finished setting up all the audio, plugging everything in, make sure everything worked. Just so I can do this podcast. I was worried for a second that I wouldn't be able to <laughs> make it in time to do the podcast. But oh, we got everything. Everything's working. Everything's good. So, yeah. Pretty good case. I like it. Very small. Very lightweight, compact. It's got a handle on it. So, like, you, you can carry it around for, like, land parties and stuff. Um, yeah, really good. So, I, I did a full live build of that. That's up on the YouTube channel. Took me like four hours. Uh, it was a little speed run. <laughs> Any percent, no major glitches. Uh, yeah. And um, that uh, last weekend, I played. Uh, Sega made a new Genesis. Did you hear about this? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> hear about this. Uh. Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis. Uh, the beta, the closed beta test was last weekend. And um, I had just, I had a window where I was like, I'm, I'm playing this all night, all day. But, you know, I kind of tricked myself into thinking that there would be more to this than there was. Uh, there wasn't. Yeah. It, it didn't have enough legs for... You were like... Just a, yeah, you were just like upset that the beta didn't have enough like content in it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> um, I don't know if this is like you, but it's coming up like really like pixely on my screen. It might just be me though. Um, I think it's just that's probably just the, like the, the video internet shit, you know. My internet's not the greatest. I'm trying to get that <laughs> fucking sorted out, but um. But I think it is just a little pixely. But um, if if you know anything about me, you know (laughs) that I fucking... Fantasy Star Online is one of my favorite uh, action RPG franchises of all time. Uh, I played the original on GameCube. You know, I missed it when it was on Dreamcast, but GameCube was where it was at. Uh, played the fuck out of it on GameCube, played the fuck out of it on PC, uh, played the Japanese PSO2 for like a thousand hours when it hit Japan, and yeah. then when it finally came to the States, I put another like 800 hours into it, uh, started over, had to redo everything, but fucking still maxed out my character. Uh, so like, I fucking, I love these games. Um, universe, not so much, uh, um but uh the psp ones were were better played the fuck out of psp ones but so like i love this franchise so what i was hoping for was um i wanted them to streamline some of the some of the aspects of pso2 in this game because this it's a it's a new game but it's built on that old game it's built on pso2 So a lot of that stuff just carries straight over in, into this game. Uh, the the controls are like almost exactly the same. Um, you've got a sprint now, so you can sprint, you can um, double jump, and then you have like a glide that you can just kind of just glide and hover around. Um, but 
aside from that, all the controls are exactly the same. Um, so it's like it makes it like super easy to kind of just get right back into it. Like you just feel right at home. Some of the uh the the, the armor system is like mostly the same. You don't have like arm leg parts any or body or whatever the fuck it was. You just have three armor slots and you can put whatever you want in them. Uh, like what else? There's there's a lot that this game does that's like mm-hmm. mostly the same, but like just different enough. Um, it's totally open world, so there's no loading in between uh sections. So like there's like a central hub area where everyone is, and that's where you do all your like shopping and all the quest givers are there and and shit like that. And then you can just walk out. You can just walk straight out into the world. And there's no loading. Everything happens seamlessly. Um, which is fucking awesome. It's more like... Uh, I said this during the, the stream, but... It, the original PSO is more like a Monster Hunter. Where you pick yeah. your mission and then you go off into that mission. And then that's where everything happens. Whereas this one's more like a Xenoblade. Where there's like a central hub. And you just walk out into the world. And then you just start doing shit. And then, but this game is online, so um, all the other players that are there are also just out in the world as well. Um, so you just encounter shit, and they're just like shit will just spawn on the map, and you're like, "Hey, there's a fucking monster over here!" And then everyone will go over there and start attacking it, and you just you get credit even if you're just if you even if you didn't contribute, as long as you're close enough, you get experience and. Um, everything gets picked up automatically, which is awesome. Um, yeah, the beta didn't really have enough. I I wanted to see more story stuff. I kind of wanted to see where, where they were going with the story, but there's like really no story stuff in the, in the beta, um, uh, on the screen right now, you can actually see the, the full map. And most of it was locked off in the in the beta. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> I ran the entire fucking perimeter, and they just have like a red wall up that just blocks you from yeah. doing it. You're trying so hard to like glitch through it or something. Really <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. Th- if if you really want to see, I think I played for like six hours. Um, I really just took a look at like almost everything. Um, even the cash shop, they give you twenty thousand of the premium currency. So I just bought everything in the cash shop, all the cosmetic items, and just looked at everything. So if you really, if you really want to get a good look at um, uh, what the what the game is, at least what it was in the beta, um, take a look at the at the live stream I did. That's up on YouTube, gamerverse.com/slash/youtube. And then show but, up um, a couple hours into it because that's when I show up, and that's when it gets good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. I'm yeah, I, I I really tried to just break this thing open and just and just see everything there was to see about it because I just I just need to I just need to know everything about this. Um, but it's coming out. It's launching officially worldwide next month, so we don't have to wait too long to to actually see the the full version here. So I'm I'm excited for once about a video game. So awesome! I'm happy for you. I'm happy your 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 opinion on games isn't totally jaded. <laughs> <laughs> that's good man i'm glad you found something you like um i 
I've been fucking busy with this move. Uh, those of you who don't know, I've been uh, moving apartments with my wife recently. So that's been a god damn it. That's been a pain in the ass, dude. Everything that could fucking go wrong has gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's just God, dude. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna rant a little bit. And I promise I'll talk about fucking video games. So get this. <laughs> Like, I bought this fucking couch, right? Because my wife and I needed a couch for the apartment we are moving to. And um, I was looking for, like, cheap couches that, like, matched our coffee table. Because that's important to my wife, is that it matches our coffee table. And uh, I found this couch on Amazon that was really cheap. It was, like, a sectional three-piece couch with an ottoman for, like, $500. So I was like, all right, I'll, uh, I bought a bunch of stuff from Amazon before. This is sold directly from Amazon. It's not some weird third-party seller. So I'll buy it. I thought with their, I know like, when you order on Amazon, if you have Prime, it's just free two-day shipping. I thought, you know, being a, you know, furniture, <laughs> they would have a different, more traditional delivery system like most furniture stores do. They do yeah. not. It is straight, just like if I, I, I could have ordered a cable, it would have been the same process. And so when they told me, oh, I'll be arriving here in two days, and I didn't move into my apartment for another couple of weeks, I was like, yo, I need that. I messaged them, and I was like, hey, I need this to come in uh, May 11th. It's the day after I move in, because I move in May 10th. Wait, how did and they? I, how did they send it? Wait, what did you, what did you expect? <laughs> I thought it would like take me to like a delivery page. Like, have you ever you ever ordered furniture or appliances? You know, I'll take you to the delivery page. You'll schedule, like, the date you want delivered. I thought it would be like that. But, no, it's just, like, a regular Amazon order. Like, I just order it. It's like, cool, we'll drop it off two days because of your Amazon Prime. So I messaged them. I was like, hey, I need to postpone this to, like, the 11th. And they're oh, like, okay. yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not crazy for thinking that, right? Like, anyone who's bought furniture, like, knows that's that's, that's how it's done. It's not like I'm ordering a cable or something. You can't just drop it off in my front yard and leave. Like, someone needs to be there to take the furniture. Um, that's why I thought they would do it, but that's not how it works. So, that's a thing. Um, I messaged customer service, like, y'all need this to come in on the 11th, the day after I move in. And they're like, yeah, we can do that for you. You should see the uh, order change. And I was like, cool. A day goes by, and the order said... We're delivering it today. And I was like, no, no, no. I needed to postpone. So I messaged him again. I was like, hey, I thought this was getting delayed. Agent had no idea what I was talking about because, of <laughs> course, he didn't. So he was like, okay, I'll, po- I'll call UPS and postpone it. First, they tried to tell me I got to contact the seller. And I'm like, uh, dude, you are the seller. Like, <laughs> it says right there, sold from your warehouse. And the guy was like, oh, right. I'll contact UPS for you. <laughs> And then he gets back to me. He's like, cool. Uh, we'll have it delivered on the 11th. I talked with the UPS. I was like, cool. Every other, every like two, three days, it would tell me we're deli- they're delivering it today. And I have to keep calling or messaging them to get it changed, dude. It was fucking ridiculous. And finally, uh, the day before we're scheduled to move in, so May 9th, it does it again. It's like, oh, we're delivering it today. And I have to message them, explain it again. And this guy's finally like, I promise you it'll be there the 11th. You don't have to worry. I talked to UPS. You know, it's not being delivered today. It'll be there on the 11th. And I was like, cool. May 10th goes by. Wife and I move all our shit in. It was a pain in the ass. We had a lot of stuff, but we're done. Uh, May 11th, wife goes to work. I'm off. So I'm sitting here waiting for the couch and nothing's showing up. So I like message again. I'm like, hey, when's my couch supposed to show up? And the guy looks at the order and he was like, oh, we're sending that back to the seller. 
that's being returned. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he's like, oh, because it was sitting in our warehouse, so we processed it as a return. And I was like, dude, it was sitting in the warehouse. You were supposed to deliver it to me today. <laughs> like, that's what was happening. And then he was like, oh, sorry. Well, it's going back to the seller. And I was like, dude, get me, like, a, super, a supervisor or something, because, like, this is ridiculous. I can't wait for you guys to refund it. I can't wait for you guys to return it and then wait God knows how long for the refund. That whole time, I'm not going to have a couch. Like, that's not, that's not cool. So he gets me to a supervisor, and he's, like, promising me, I'll expedite the delivery. I'll expedite the return for you. It's already on its way back. I can't do anything about it. Um, but we're expediting it. I'll get you back the money as soon as possible. And I was like, dude, that's not good enough. Like, I have to go, like, God knows how long without a couch now because you guys are holding on to that money. I can't just go to a store and buy a couch now. And the guy's like, I'm totally sorry. He's like, hey, I can give you a $20 credit. And I was like, dude, you're not listening to me. Like, that's not, I don't want to fuck <laughs> your credit. I want my goddamn couch. Like, <laughs> I can't go like a week without a couch, dude. And he's like, well, the most I can do is offer you a $20 credit. And I was like, okay, cool. When does my prime renew? And he's like, oh, it renews June 1st. I was like, cool, cancel the renewal. I don't want to do anything with you guys anymore. <laughs> and he cancels it. I felt like an asshole, but dude, I've been dealing with this for like a, forever. And yeah. fast forward three days later, it's still on my Amazon account as being delivered, even though it wasn't. So I like... I go to customer service again. I'm like, dude, what's going on with this? It still says it was delivered. And then the agent's like, oh, we didn't process the return correctly. Now the return's processed. So that three to five days after wait for the return, that starts today. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. I was like, what the fuck? And I told them, like, you guys have been, like, fucking me since I ordered this couch. Every time, every day since I've ordered this couch has been a fucking nightmare. And I want to speak to the supervisor. And I told them my story. Told them how upset I was, and they offered me like a sixty dollar credit. And I tell them, "Tell you what, make it a hundred dollar credit. I'll renew my Amazon Prime today." <laughs> and they, they did. did. So now I have it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> nice. So I have a hundred dollar Amazon credit that wife and I try to figure out what to spend it on. But dude, it was a fucking god damn it. The time I've wasted on this, <laughs> I would have rather just had the couch. Like I know that's weird. Because I never, yeah. that's something I've never thought about with like, because I get furniture from Amazon too, but I don't really care when they deliver. I just like, whenever it comes, it comes for me. And then I just like, they leave it outside, they leave it outside. But it's like not, it, it was, it's, that's never something I ever thought about. Like, yeah, you should like, if you're like, order like a big piece of like couch, couch yeah. or something. You should have to schedule that because you can't just like let that sit wherever the fuck they want to put it. Exactly. So that that's that's how I thought they did. Because you go to any fucking furniture store, even if you order furniture online, they're always like, okay, cool. When did you want to schedule? When's a good delivery time for you? You know, the blah 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 blah. But Amazon doesn't do any of that. And I'm glad I got that credit. But fuck, I am never ordering anything like that from Amazon again, dude. It was a nightmare. Um. Wife ended up going to some uh, furniture outlet store and got a couch, and that's a another story for another day. But anyway, I've been playing Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, how's got, that? Uh, it's fucking good. So here's the thing: uh, shift gears a little bit. Mass Effect Legendary Edition is like just what I needed with all this shit I've been dealing with. I love Mass Effect. Those of you who don't know, I love me the Mass Effect series. Uh, Mass Effect 1, I've played more times than I can count. I played through the entire trilogy. There's a point in my life where I played through the whole trilogy at least two or three times a year. Like, it was crazy. 
Um, I love these games. I know them very well. I've played them a lot. And this Legendary Edition makes so many quality of life changes, especially to the first one, that it's it's it respects my time a lot more than the first one did. So I'm going to give you an example. The load times are better in Mass Effect 1 now. Um, there's this uh, meme of uh, anytime you're in the Citadel, you have to take these, these elevators. They're there disguised loading screens. You would have to sit there forever in these elevators, and your characters would have like full conversations to like, hide the fact you're waiting for the next area to load. Now it's, it's almost instant, and the game gives you an option to skip the conversation if you just want to get through the elevator ride. Nice. Um, but other little things. So one thing I love about Mass Effect 1 is that when it first came out, it had a lot of great replay value. There are some achievements you can get that would affect subsequent playthroughs. For example, um, if you hit level 60, for example, with the character, you got a permanent 10% buff to XP gained for any time you started the game over uh, or with the, the character. Um, there's this uh, other achievement that they tweaked a little bit called the uh, the ally achievements. If you play through, so originally if you play through most of the game with uh, a specific ally, you unlock that achievement and that gave you bonuses uh, to the character you're playing with and all playthroughs after that. Like if you play through the game with, um, with um, Rex, for example, the Krogan character, you got a uh, an achievement for that, and it unlocked a permanent health regeneration upgrade for all your characters if you start over. The problem with that achievement is that it's this, the description is play through most missions with X ally. The exact number is 43 missions, which unless you're doing side quests and doing everything, you have to basically you have to have that ally as soon as you get them keep them in your party for every mission you take to unlock that achievement. So it took like multiple playthroughs to do it. Um, which was fine when it came out because Mass Effect 1 was the only game at the time. So, you know, you had that time to keep replaying it, get these bonuses, make your subsequent playthroughs easier. It sucks now because there's three games. So if you want to play through the whole trilogy and you're a completionist, nobody wants to replay the game multiple times to get this like arbitrary achievement. So yeah. they brought that down from 43 missions to five missions. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I'm not even halfway through the game, and I got that achievement with everybody. So it's fucking great. Um, they tweaked um, control now. So now, outside of previously in the game, you couldn't sprint outside of combat, so it made tra traversal very to take forever. Now you can. Um, they tweaked... Um, uh, there's a new leveling system now, so if you select it, you can actually max out your character on one playthrough instead of having to play multiple times. It's it's so great. All these quality of life changes make the game so much easier to deal with. Uh, there's some audio glitches I recognize that were in the original that are not in here that are really cool. Um, small things that you only notice if you play through the game as much as I have. Uh, they fixed those, but they kept some fun exploits to like get more money get more experience some of those are still in here so that's cool um i'm only playing through mass effect when i have about 10 hours into it but i'm really really liking what they've done so far and i can't wait to get to two and three and play through these games again it's it's a blast like anyone who if you've never played mass effect go buy it it's 60 bucks for the uh for the game um it comes with all three games they all launch from one launcher um so it makes it really easy to have all your games together jump from one game to the next 
Um, graphically, there's a ton of improvements on Mass Effect 1. Better lighting, better textures, uh, better models for the characters, the facial the facial, um, the facial, facial expressions are better. Even the character customization has more options than the original did. It's, it's fucking great. <laughs> if I'm you've never played Mass Effect, perfect way to play it. The the I'm looking at IGN's like gameplay thing of it, and yeah. they've got the femshep going, and she looks so weird. They they, they massively change her because that not yeah. that's not what I remember looking like. Yes, I'm glad you asked. So the femshep that everybody knows of wasn't available till Mass Effect Three. That's the one that was on all the cover art promotional material. But people forget that Femshep wasn't the default face for 1 and 2. That was only for 3. So with this remaster, they went back and made that the default Femshep for 1 and 2. So that's why uh. she looks so different. If you're just clicking the default Femshep, it's going to look the most drastic because it's pulling for the Mass Effect 3 model. Okay. So that, that causes some bizarre and some bizarreness, but... Other than that, dude, it's it's still great, man. Like the armor, uh, the textures on the armor look really good. Um, I've replayed Mass Effect One with uh, mods to make it look better, and you know that works. It gets you so far, but this matches up those mods plus all the quality of life changes. So um, controller support on PC is a big thing because that first game, maybe even the second game, didn't have controller support at all. Uh. So, so I, I don't play with the controller, so I can't vouch for it personally, but I've had other people tell me the controller support works great. And uh, what's awesome is the control schemes are supposed to be unified across all three games. So Nice, nice. Um, yeah. Only problem is that Mass Effect 1 still has some weird, like, eccentricities that people don't like about it, and a lot of those are still there. Um especially like the leveling system like the first one's more of an rpg than it is an action game so yeah you spend a lot of time like allocating skill points there's a ton of little points you're always allocating so just picking the next ability when you level up uh there's a loot system so you're always getting loot having to go through it equip it sell it um they streamlined a lot of it in two and three to i think a much better degree it just cuts out a lot of the bullshit from one but that stuff's still there. So it's still, if you're used to two and three, it's still kind of a slog to get through, but the quality of life changes make it much easier to play. It's not as big a pain in the ass. They even fix the Mako and how that controls. So if that was something you hated, it's better to play in this game now. Um, yeah. I keep saying like, I need to go back to, and play through all of these again. Cause I played through the first one on PC, the second one on PS3 and third one on Xbox. So like my shit was all fucked up. So like I I would love to go through it and actually care about my character and the story and everything that's happening. You know, play through them all, but yeah. Yeah, man. And now's the perfect time to do it. Like the game is so much better now. Like it just cuts out a lot of the bullshit now. It's much more comfortable to play. Um, especially me, like I played through the game so many times. So, like there's a lot of things that like I just want to get through quickly, and this game makes it more enjoyable to play. Um, I like it a lot, and I can't wait to like play through one, two, and three with my character, and then play over it again with a totally different class and fuck around with that a little bit. I'm excited. 
um it's definitely worth it for 60 bucks you're getting all three games all the dlc except for one there's one dlc in mass effect one called uh pinnacle station that apparently the source code's lost for so they can't replicate it yeah. um but it wasn't that big a deal it was like um it was basically a glorified like horde mode and a challenge mode so it was okay you got to get some cool stuff out of it and the extra xp you got from it was nice but it's not it's not required material i think it's very very extra content and i don't even think anything from that dlc like carries over the other games if it does it's very minuscule and i never noticed it so it's not the worst thing in the world that it's gone but yeah definitely go pick it up 60 bucks go buy it it's definitely worth it i got it on sale on green man gaming it was like 52 dollars so I saved myself eight bucks doing it. I had to launch it through Origin, but I don't mind. Origin's not that shitty anymore. So go pick it up. It's worth it. I love Mass Effect. Yeah, this uh this trilogy is pretty good. Too bad they never made another one. <laughs> yep. Uh we we only got three awesome games, nothing else. Yep. Yep, only three Mass Effect games. <laughs> uh but yeah, these are great. Um I've also been playing like, you know, Monster Hunter, but that's new. I'm always playing Monster Hunter. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so that's it for uh, what we've been playing. Let's get into some fucking news. Uh, the Epic versus Apple trial has been. Uh, it started like, when did it start? Like May 3rd. It started earlier this month and it's it's still going. But yeah. what's crazy is that we've got so much leaked information from this trial. Well, not leaked information, but. I guess newly it's, disclosed information from this trial. It's, it's information that they have to, uh, they have to distribute this for the trial. They have to give yeah. this information up. So, yeah, and because um, that's newly disclosed, and this yeah, is, we got a look at some behind the scenes stuff, um, like the fact that Epic spent like eleven point six million dollars on free games. So those free games are giving out. That's how much they've spent on it. And they've actually gotten 5 million users from using it. Um, has anyone else actually, like, really used Epic? Because I, I have an Epic account, but I've only used it for the free games. I don't think I've ever bought anything on the Epic store. Um, I bought Outer Wilds on there. <laughs> right. Because uh, it was only on, like, I, sometimes I'll jump in on because it sits, like, exclusive on there. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to wait for this. And... It's already on here, and I'll just buy it. Fuck it. Um, so yeah, there's 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 stuff on there that I've I've purchased willingly. Um, plus, they have like um, a lot of people don't know this, but the games that they have on there are DRM free. So you can like just buy those games, download them, and then completely uninstall the the um, the game store. Yeah, yeah, you can uninstall the launcher and still play those games wherever you want put them on a usb drive and just share them and shit like that um i had no idea i didn't know that so yeah nobody ever talks about that though they're only there to shit on like this game i want is epic exclusive epic sucks worst company ever yeah like their their store isn't like it still has like some missing features and like it's not like good like globally yet but you know the the product they're offering is pretty you know it's not it's yeah. not terrible. Yeah. Uh, 
So I actually did have some stuff highlighted here, but since I switched PCs, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> but uh, I thought uh, one of the interesting things, uh, the most interesting stuff from this the, these trial came out of like the first like couple days actually. Yeah. Now the the stuff is ongoing every day. It's still stuff's happening, but it's all like not interesting at all. But yeah, so like the most the most interesting thing like that happened here was that um how much they paid for some of these games um some of them are outrageous and then some of them are like that's all that that that's all you had to pay for that um like uh they paid like subnautica the price was 1.5 million which is insane to me uh but then like super meat boy was only 50,000 which that's an older yeah. game, so I mean, I guess I could see that. Yeah, I'm not but too like, surprised by that. Like anyone who's already, anyone who was interested in it probably already got it on another platform, and yeah, anyone who wasn't, I mean, they they probably didn't take the time to download it. So, um, but Rhyme was only like five thousand dollars less than that, and I'm like, Rhyme is like not even close to. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Rhyme is okay, but, like, $5,000 less than Super Meat Boy? Like, Super Meat Boy is worth a lot more than that. <laughs> but, I agree. I but agree. I don't know. Super Meat Boy is a much bigger IP, but whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's interesting that you, you see this, yeah. this side of it, because you don't see this with, like, um, PlayStation Plus has, like, free games every month, and... You know, everyone wonders, like, uh, what do they have to pay for to get this on there? Or, you know, this kind of puts all that in, in perspective uh, just a little bit. Um, so, like, yeah, that, that, this stuff's pretty interesting. They did, what they don't have on this list is um, they did have uh, Rockstar put GTA 5 on there mm -hmm. for a while. Um and that's not on this list. I mean, I would imagine that that had to be like, I don't know, a, a lot, a lot more than yeah, fucking Subnautica or I, you know, yeah. Mutant Year Zero, which was a million. And yeah, Batman that was the Arkham. one I was the most excited to see, and I was upset it wasn't on there. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's 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 pretty much like you know those services where you can like pay for subscribers. Like yeah. you can pay like for YouTube subscribers or like Twitch viewers and shit like that. That's pretty much yeah. what these are, but you never look at it that way. But that's basically, you know, they, they paid about $2 and 73 cents per account for, yeah. for Epic, which is, I mean, that's a pretty good turnaround. I think, it's you not know, a bad turnaround. If like, yeah. if like, how can I word it? If like 10% of those people stick around, and buy like buy a couple games like it, it you can make your money back pretty easily it's yeah it's only like 273 per person that's so not bad yeah you're right uh i did that math too and i was like this is they got something going here yeah and there's some credence you got to spend money to make money and that that's proof of it right there <laughs> yeah and i mean they've just they've got money to throw around that fortnite money is just like that's all spending money for them pretty much oh so. yeah uh, we also got to look at some uh, some other like details that were never brought to the 
brought to public attention before the trial. Like Walmart, oh, excuse me, I had the hiccups. Uh, Walmart had a gaming service planned out that was never announced. And it's, that's so weird to me, like thinking of Walmart entering the the gaming service gaming i i say i say this a lot i say this like a lot man the like video games is a is a money making business now yeah um like if it makes money people are going to jump on from left and right to get in on that action so oh yeah like walmart actually they do um dabble in pc stuff a little bit as well like they have like yeah. pre-built pcs that you can buy and they're not good but oh yeah, you know, I've seen the they, <laughs> they have them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this was interesting. It was called Project Storm. Uh, they were, they were working on it back in 2019, but it actually didn't. It didn't sound terrible. Like one of the big things was that you you use the games that you already own, so you would you would tie it into your uh, your UPlay account your steam account or like your origin account and it was a cloud gaming service so as long as you own those games on your account you would be able to stream those games to whatever device you had and this is weird i didn't even notice this but they show a smartwatch here you're streaming games to your smartwatch <laughs> what the fuck i didn't even notice that <laughs> that it's probably with patents and stuff like that um, a lot of times they patent this stuff, you know, they don't really plan on using it too much, yeah. but it's there just in case. So it could be possible that this is all put out there for like a patent agreement and, um, they don't really have any plans to utilize it that much. It could just be like something as simple as like buying a game from your watch and then having it ready for your console when you get home or something. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Or could it just be like an app that you can so your watch can be notified if you get like a deal comes up or something, or if it's like an idle game, you can control it from your watch or something, maybe. Um again, I'm speculating, but Oh man, don't even give me ideas, dude. You know I love idle games. <laughs> love seeing those I, numbers I, go up. Dude, it's it's addicting. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> I got super into idle games, so was it a couple years back when we first started this? It was uh, what do we call it, the year of the clicker, remember that? Yeah. Like, uh, that's when my fucking addiction started, dude. I, I, it's not as bad as it used to be, but every once in a while a new idle game comes out, I'll spend some time on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that cloud service, it's interesting. I want to see if they go forward with it. Um, we'll have to wait and see what happens with it. Uh, we also got a look at uh, some pushback. We saw that Epic pushed uh, Xbox to open up a free multiplayer just ahead of the... Uh, Apple Fortnite issue. It, it's it's funny to me seeing Epic like trying to shake things up right now and push hard push as hard as they are because I think with Fortnite on their under their belt dude they can get away with it like yeah they have that I power mean, to make demands I think and it's it's funny to me seeing where Fortnite started to where yeah. it is now because it's. When when that game like first entered early access with the save the world mode, it was like trash, dude. It wasn't like yeah, it was a trash like survival I mean, like, game. I I played it and like enjoyed it for what it was, but no one fucking saw the what it could become. I 
Like it's just it's it's crazy to me that um they had this like all planned out for like months before they ever um you know attacked Apple which is what they did. They pretty much attacked Apple with um with this like antitrust thing. Like they played their hand and they were like we we I we bet Apple's going to do this in response to us doing this and then they did and then they already had their shit planned out. Um uh, it's just crazy how calculated um, Epic is is and moving right now. They want right to get now. away with it. It's definitely them, dude. Like <laughs> they got the the, yeah. block, the money and the clout to like back it up. Like yeah. So I'm um yeah. This is this is just cool stuff. So this is them like um sending like emails back and forth to to Microsoft saying, hey, you should uh we got something big coming up. Pretty much like uh, is that the wording they used? Um. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we got we got some plans for August that will provide extraordinary opportunity to highlight the value proposition of consoles and PCs in contrast to mobile platforms." This is incomplete information, and you have a big ship that's slow to turn. But they're like, "Hey, we got something coming up, so you might you might want to do this." And uh, and then yeah, they. They Microsoft did it, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like it's it, it's so like calculated what they're what they're, they're the movements they're making here. It's it's um. What's yeah, what's you... crazy to me, and this is kind of in the uh, the next part of this uh, story, the Epic Epic versus Apple kind of turned to Windows versus Xbox because yeah. uh, a big argument they had is like oh like the big argument for this this lawsuit. Is that Apple's permanent per uh Apple is intentionally like limiting competition, limiting customer customer base by only allowing app store purchases to be downloaded to their their phones. You know, you have a computer, I don't have to just download anything from the Windows Store. I can download anything I want from like Steam, the Windows Store, Origin. And if this goes through, there's a lot of like ramifications. Like what if, you know, Xbox later or Sony or Nintendo have to start allowing third-party applications. Yeah, so that was one of the arguments that um, one of the Apple lawyers made was that, hey, if we get like, if we're fucking antitrust, so are you, Sony? Like, your PlayStation's fucking locked down. Xbox, your Xbox is locked down. I can't buy, I can't buy whatever I want on a Nintendo Switch. So. Like if we get fucked for this, you're gonna get fucked. But, um, which is like a good point, but also like those those devices are made specifically for that ecosystem. Exactly. Whereas, and that, that's my argument too. Is you know when you buy a, a PlayStation, you're buying it to play PlayStation games. You know you don't buy a yeah. phone to play Fortnite. Yeah. Um. But like, I wouldn't be upset. Like, I would actually welcome if those, uh, if those platforms were more open. Like, if I could just, because uh, Xbox kind of is. Like, you can, you can put it in dev mode and just you know put RetroArch on it if you want, and you know that that's kind of more open. Um, like I I, I like that. I like being able to just do whatever I want with my hardware. Yeah. Whereas like. 
you know, Sony is very much anti that. But like, I, yeah, I would love to see these these devices be more open. Like, I'm totally open Same. to that. Like, Same. That would be awesome. Um, I'm totally okay with it too. Uh, my complaint is Apple like trying to compare, you know, their stuff to PlayStation stuff. That's that's not what it is. Like, yeah. Um, um and that's the thing that that pisses me off about it. But um, uh, but the way to see if it, I don't think it's gonna have any big ramifications. I think like the nuance here of a phone device versus a gaming device, or there's enough nuance there to there's enough nuance there that it's not going to affect like game systems, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> I've been wrong. Before. Yeah. And I forgot where this came up, but I put some quotes in the, in the notes here because, um, I thought this was very, very poignant. Actually, the, the judge said this, um, to Apple when, um, I think they were trying to, I don't, I don't remember when it came up, but the judge said this, she said, one of the problems with limiting competition is that you don't get innovation. One of my concerns is that if you aren't letting parties compete on these topics, things won't improve. And that's such a, that's such a good quote. That's such like a, like good thing to say. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad this judge knows exactly what's up with this stuff. Cause a lot of, a lot of times with like technology and this, this kind of shit, like, you know, old oh, people yeah, don't yeah they, they don't, don't understand what's going on so yeah remember remember that time like oh god kind of side note but when mark zuckerberg was in front of the supreme court and like none of them fucking knew like what how the internet worked how facebook worked and it was just like two hours of like old man yells at cloud that meme <laughs> yeah remember that god like i was expecting something like that with this but i'm glad this judge is like I don't know if he was just already knowledgeable in it or if he actually took the time to like listen to defenses from each side and was able to calculate, you know, based on that, based on what was told to him. But good on him for like actually understanding the thing he's about to make a major decision on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to uh, David Davenport up in YouTube right now. Um, he was with us around when we started. Yeah. Um, if anyone remembers that he was he was with us back in the day, man. Yep, back uh, um, Forbidden Fools, what he used to go by. Dude, if you ever want to jump in on it with us again, man, our we we do this completely. You know, as you can see, we do this live. Our uh, Discord is open. You can jump in there whenever you want. Uh, whenever anyone wants, gamerverse.com slash Discord. Get up in there. Talk to us. Yeah, well, we love hearing from you guys. So, you know, hop in the chat, be some fun. Um, but though this this whole case has been fucking great, and I yeah, want actually, to like so I put another quote in there actually. Um, <laughs> so at some point, um, Apple brought up like some footage of Fortnite, and they have like a yeah. banana character. I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. I love this fucking story so much. Uh. Wait, let me see if I can find it exact because it's yeah, like I'm trying to find the I'm trying to find the transcript too. I don't remember exactly what point they were trying to make with this, but I think um, they're trying to imply that it was like an inappropriate like image. I guess. <laughs> so um here 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 it is. Here's the transcript. They go, um Apple says, We have in front of us a set of images, and what is this screen showing? 
Oh, really it's... quick. Let's let's do let's do a uh, game of verse theater. Send me the okay. uh, send it oh, to me, and I'll, I'll yeah. read uh I'll read Apple side. <laughs> if you want to read it Apple is. <laughs> All right, I put the link there. Got it. So I'll be Apple. You'll be uh, Weisinger. All right. All right. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> this is uh, two man. This is Game of Verse Theater here. We have in front of us a set of new images. And what is the screen showing? Well, that's, that's your matchmaking lobby. Yes. And we have a large yellow banana here, don't we, in a tuxedo? Yes, that is Peely. And that's Peely, did you say? Yeah. And in fact, in the tuxedo, he's known as Agent Peely, correct? That's correct. Uh, we thought it better to go with the suit than the naked banana, since we are in federal court this morning. <laughs> so then some sometime later, uh, <laughs> Epic is giving, uh, um, Epic's attorney is giving their thing. Uh, so you be, you be Epic now. All right, I'm Epic attorney now. A little bit of digression. We talked about Peely, our banana. Remember that? I do. And there might have been an implication that to show Peely without a suit would have been inappropriate. Do you recall that? Yeah. Is there anything inappropriate about Peely without a suit? No, there is not. If we could just put on the screen a picture of Peely. Is there anything inappropriate about Peely without clothes? It's, it's just a banana, ma'am. I fucking love this. I don't know what fucking point this attorney was trying to make. I don't know they're trying to make them look bad by saying, like, oh, this is inappropriate sexual material or something. I don't fucking know, but god damn. There's one thing I learned, uh, not just in life, but just in general. If you're trying to make a point, don't ask a question unless you know the answer to it. Because yeah. then you get shit like this where you look fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah, like I, but most most of this fucking trial has been like dumb shit like this. It's been like, I think at some point they tried to ex like determine what a game was. Um, so like Apple said, well, we have Roblox, but that's not a game. Even though if you look it up, well, before they actually before it was it was categorized under the games category. Um, and they're like, no, Fortnite is a game, but Roblox that's not a game. That's a platform that people can use to do whatever they want. And like, as if Fortnite doesn't have a creative mode or, you know, that... like concerts and shit like that. So it's, the whole thing's like ridiculous. I don't know what point they're trying to make here. Um, ugh, it's so weird, dude. I don't fucking know what's going on here, but yeah, it's fucking funny. It's it's funny to see that these people with I would assume very expensive legal degrees are just lacking in so much self awareness and uh, social and, and uh, emotional intelligence to stay safe <laughs> shit like this. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't wait to see how else this plays out, dude. If, if anything, just for the fucking transcripts. Yeah, I think if you like. Seems like Epic is winning right now. Yeah. Um, though At it's, least it's... the court of public opinion for sure. But the judge also is kind of, you know, with, the, with that, that, that thing he was talking about limiting competition, you know, that's, that's definitely in Epic's favor, but we'll see. 
Yeah, well, because Epic's like, they brainwashed a lot of like kids into like pointing at Apple and being like, these are the guys that took away your Fortnite. So like, there's just, there's a lot of, uh, you know. Vitriol behind that. Yeah, yeah. But even then, like Epic's making some good points. Like, yeah. Like, when, I, when I buy a phone, I think your phone should be treated the same as your computer. Like you shouldn't have to limit what you can download to it or where you can download it from. I think that's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Definitely. Um, and that's, that's why I use and, Android. Yeah. And it, it's cool to see like Epic standing up to Apple like that. And I can't wait to see if this does play out in their favor, what kind of ramifications we have for other big tech industry stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, by that logic, you know, kind of far reaching this probably years down the line, but you know, Facebook requiring, you know, a Facebook account to use an Oculus, you know, could this like fuck that idea up? Yeah. Is that something even for that too? Even the whole like right to repair stuff, it's like yeah. still going too. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see what happens, man. Um and uh some quickie notes coming up. We have uh, a couple notes here. Uh Brad Shoemaker, Vinny Carvella, and Alex Navarro all leave Giant Bomb. Um, I don't see a source here in the notes, but any particular um, reason why there been any, uh, any, um, any they, uh, on that? They didn't really say why. Um, but, uh, I kind of just put this in here because giant bomb has been like a cornerstone in games media, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, just the way yeah, that video games. They're, yeah, they're the good guy IGN. I'll argue, but I mean to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they, still they got but, yeah. They've been doing this. They've been doing this for a long time, and yeah. they've been doing it since before everyone was doing it. Like yeah. what you see from Twitch now, what you see people doing on YouTube now. These guys were doing it before it was so easy and. Uh, before it was so easy to do um yeah. a lot of a lot of what we do here is is like a bad a poor imitation of what they've been doing for a long time um so like um i just wanted to just i don't know just acknowledge say this. yeah i just wanted to acknowledge it a little bit and say like i um these guys have been such a huge inspiration to me uh just as a person who talks about video games i just uh on the internet <laughs> um they, yeah. they really just they they changed they changed the game uh when it comes to how video games are covered i mean ba like you remember how it like used to be where it was just like real static and like you press the a button to jump and this game you do this and they really just cut out all that bullshit and just would just Brought in a lot more personality into it. Brought in a lot more just character. Um, it's funny and... you bring that up. Um, because even, even if, like, like you're like me, like, you never... You know, I, I checked out some of Giant Bomb stuff when I was younger, but I kind of fell out with them. Even if you're in my situation, like, the far reaches they made in the gaming landscape. Like, if, you, if there's, like, a YouTuber you like or a game reviewer you like, chances are they got their shot because giant bomb like normalized that so yeah you're totally right like we wouldn't be doing what we're doing now if it wasn't for them so it is important um, to come 
to see a Titan like that lose some uh, some value members of the team. So like those those three guys have been doing this for like a very long time, very very long time. They're oh, yeah. they're veterans in the industry, um, highly respected. I highly respect them. Um, and uh, Jeff Gersman, who's again veteran of veterans. Uh, he's still going to be there. He's still going to be doing it. So he claims, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to be hiring more people on or, or what, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm super curious to see where they go from here. Um, after taking a huge, a huge blow like that. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I had to say about that. Um, yeah, glad yeah. glad Jeff glad Jeff is still doing it because yeah, he's he's just has an encyclopedic knowledge of video games. You can just bring up anything and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, back in like '73, we would uh <laughs> like." He I just love has, seeing like... stuff like that. It's it's funny you bring that up too. Um, because you're saying before Giant Bomb, there's a if you want to get an idea of what like game reviews and stuff were before Giant Bomb. <laughs> uh cat icarus has this uh video i'll link into the chat once i find it but he found this catalog of like 30 year old game reviews that showed up on a on an old television program years ago and it is one of the funniest most like cringy things i've ever seen like someone who obviously doesn't know anything about video games talking about video games without all the the nuance that we've developed in how to talk about games it's it's really funny. I'll find a list, see if I can find a link for it. But if you want to see the uh, the before times, I get a glimpse of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's, yeah, it'll it'll be a fun little little thing to look into. Um, um David actually brings up um the he's he asks in the chat, just like you can if you go to gamerverse.com slash twitch, gamerverse.com slash YouTube. He asked in the chat, "Do you? How do you guys feel about the IGN statement that was made about corporate censorship regarding the Palestinian charities they posted?" Um, I go uh, back and forth with it, man. Um, I, I'm in the right. I, I I'm in the idea that regardless of how you feel about it, your business, if you're a business, you have a right to put what you want out there. And when you're an employee representing a business, you know, your boss has the right to tell you to knock it off. You're doing something they don't like. But at the same time, it's this is a huge um, issue. That is yeah, happening. I would like, I would say, yeah. Okay, yeah. From a like a corporate standpoint. Sure. But yeah, they're legally in the right. But, you know, from a moral standpoint, this is something very important that a lot of people have opinions on. And to pretend it's not happening, to censor any sort of charities that get posted in fear of backlash. That's ridiculous. I would yeah. argue that companies that don't pick a side are worse than the ones that pick the wrong side, in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, but but the I, I think the bigger thing here is that there's there's a lack of the 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 leadership is is blocking their journalistic integrity to a certain yeah. degree. Like they should be able as an individual they should be able to just write whatever they want to write have that their too. name on that and go no this is my opinion not the opinions of ign or ziff davis as a whole um because that like too. it's their I name on it about the journalistic integrity part of it 
I didn't even think um, of that part of it. Um, I think I think that's that's the bigger problem here, more so than what was said. It's they're blocking them from saying what they want to say. I mean, they didn't like they didn't do that when whenever it's like their message that they want to get out, be it like Black Lives Matter, like they they were, were allowed to say whatever the fuck they wanted about that. Um, yeah. But when they when they block something, that tells you more than what they are allowed to say. Exactly. Because exactly, oh, I didn't see any of this uproar during uh, the Black Lives Matter debates or the uh, the the Hong Kong protests. I didn't yeah, see yeah. So suddenly, this is the problem. They have to block it. Mm, it's kind of sketchy. Yeah. You know, let let your journal. People are are smart enough to like. At least most people, I think, are smart enough to understand. Like, if a journalist is writing something, that's the opinion of the journalist, not the opinion of you know the company they represent. And for them to to block it is ridiculous. Um, yeah. So actually, I, yeah, I don't really have much to say about this because I the the writers at IGN actually said it all, and I agree yeah. with like almost everything they said. So I I posted that link in there in the chat. So um, if anyone actually wants to go and read the statement that the writers uh, of IGN made, um, yeah, you can you can read that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we're talking about uh, news though. Um, the PlayStation PlayStation's partnership with Discord. Uh, that was that kind of came out of nowhere. I thought I thought Xbox was talking with them, and then that fell through. And I think I heard yeah. rumors that Nintendo was talking with them, and then now PlayStation is the one who actually got an official partnership. But this is, but this is exactly. Remember when, when uh, the stuff was going on with Microsoft, and I was like, people were like, "Man, if Microsoft buys Discord, it's gonna suck. They're super intrusive, and they're gonna be spying on us and shit like that." But like, I was like, "No, like that seems like a great thing because you get more cohesion between PC and uh, the console, which." Yeah which Microsoft has been fully in support of for a a, a long time. So I'm like, yeah, let's get everyone on the same platform. Let's let everyone talk to each other. That'd be great. Um, But that fell through. And then here's Sony doing exactly what I said that Microsoft should have done, which um, they're going to be, uh, well, here, I'll just read what they said here. Um, our teams are already hard at work connecting Discord with your social and gaming experience on PlayStation Network. Our goal is to bring the Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on console and mobile starting early next year, allowing friends, groups, and communities to hang out, have fun, and communicate more easily while playing games together. Like, that's exactly what the fuck uh, I said that Microsoft should have done with the Xbox is make everyone just have everyone just fucking and sucking each other break down the walls <laughs> and it, it just be it'd be so much better because whenever i have to play a game with you like when we're playing like it takes two oh that was um, a fucking nightmare dude just God trying to communicate it. with each other because it was a fucking nightmare uh but if, if we can just both i can load up discord on my pc you can load it up on your playstation and we can just talk that'd be so much better I agree. And, uh, like, it would have been great to have this available when we were doing that, which we gotta, we still got to fucking finish. It takes two. Like, that's yeah, that's the thing we got to work on. But in the meantime, uh, it's really cool to see this happening and to see a more unified uh, gaming industry, for lack of a better term, 
uh, where, you know, we can do stuff like this. We can have third-party communication apps to talk through PlayStation. Um, and you can, you can be on your computer recording our session while I'm on my PlayStation playing with you. Like, it's it's it seems like it's, it's it makes sense to do it. And it's yeah. cool to see Sony or PlayStation taking the steps to do it. Um, and they're not completely the good guys, though, because they are facing a lawsuit now <laughs> about <laughs> uh, store exclusivity. This is something I didn't know happened in 2019, uh, but apparently back in 2019, Sony stopped allowing third-party retailers to sell download codes for games back in 2019. I didn't even notice that happened because if you look on third-party retailers like GameStop, Best Buy, you can still buy codes for like points and some DLC, but there's no codes to buy the actual full games. Like you're not going to be able to buy GTA V a digital code for that to take home and download. Yeah. And I didn't even notice that happen. That fell completely under my radar. I'm kind of embarrassed that it flew. I actually did. I didn't know. I didn't notice either. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I usually keep my ear to the ground for stuff like this. And I'm like, I'm surprised that this happened. I never noticed it. Um, but essentially um, people are, they're getting, uh, they have a lawsuit stating that uh, they're essentially setting up a monopoly. And because of this consumers, are spending up to on average 175 percent more to download a game on the store yeah and they would be purchasing a physical copy which i've always argued if you want an all digital future games can't cost as much as they do physically i just i don't think that's you they shouldn't so um, i i'm of two minds of this because on one yeah. hand on one hand yes you can't buy anything from a third party but on the other hand I did buy that Kingdom Hearts collection for like 80% off or something from the P PS store. Like they've got, they have some pretty deep ass fucking discounts they do. on they that do. PS store sometimes. And I'm like, this is like pretty good. <laughs> so I don't do. know. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, would we get those discounts if they continue to allow third party sales? Oh, like the thing. I've, um, the problem with third-party retailers, what I have to look up the lawsuit because I didn't know about this until today. But let's say, for example, you know, you bought that Kingdom Hearts collection on the Sony store or the PlayStation store. What if the Square Enix can sell you the code directly from their website for cheaper or on average cheaper? Because that collection's like what, like ninety dollars normally. What if like hundred bucks? You know, hundred bucks normally. So what if like. Square Enix has it for like $70 normally and they have a deep discount once in a while. Like this is stuff that we can't see happen because of that monopoly. Like, and I, I'm in this, I'm the same way. I'm like, well, Sony already has deep discounts. So what's the problem? But it's the fact that they're the ones deciding what to do with that. That kind of upsets me. Like, again, I can't buy that kingdom hearts collection from the Square Enix store or yeah. I can't buy, you know, the Epic store can't sell, um, epic game codes for place for playstation on their website you know it just i don't like being limited to where i can buy my shit <laughs> even if yeah. it's a digital platform i don't like being limited to it um i have bought game codes physically from a store because it was cheaper than it was online um so i don't like the idea of these businesses telling me where i can and can't buy my shit and i'm glad that this lawsuit's happening and we just had a whole conversation about an open market and I like to see it stay open and I'm glad this is happening. Uh, we'll have to wait and see yeah. what happens with it, but hopefully something can come out of this that shakes things up a little bit. 
Yeah, I'm 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 curious to see if this goes anywhere. Um uh Dave yeah. uh Dave was saying that um about the toxicity in particular Discord communities. Yeah, I agree. And um hopefully now with Sony back in the, with PlayStation back in the mop, there might be some more moderation and some of that toxicity. But you kind of um, like you 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 opt into any like Discord server you go into. Not to say that you can't like walk into something and not and not know that it was toxic. You can definitely, you know, go into a server and not know. The line of like the dangerous like troll servers. Yeah, but but whether you walk into them or not, but that they're there. Yeah, they're there, but I've not like I don't know. Yeah, the, the internet is toxic. But you don't like with Discord. It's not like it's not like it just puts you into that. You kind of go into it yourself, and then you can get out of it whenever you want. It's not like yeah. And usually, when people are like using Discord, they're kind of just setting up their own servers or just using like one on one or just with their small group. It's never like you're just in a, like a server you don't know anyone in, unless yeah. that's what you want. Um. But, but at that you know, point, if you're just jumping around from server to server, I would assume you're like savvy enough to like yeah recognize that toxicity. Um, yeah. Dave also mentioned uh, it takes two being the best thing EA's put out in years. I agree. Agree. Um, agree. Game of the year already. Um, so, and he said something we should touch on is EA might stop being a turd company and finally redeem themselves. Um, we'll have to wait and see, man. Uh, They've been on an uh, upswing Clay, lately. They have. Uh, Clay was saying that. Um, they you're usually douchebags that occasionally publish a good game, and you can say that with a ton of companies. I think with EA though, it's it's skewed more towards the douchebag side, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but as Dave pointed out, with the Mass Effect trilogy remastered, it takes two. You know, EA might be on the right path. Um, well, even be even before, off. even with um, like just letting Respawn do whatever the fuck they wanted with Apex Legends. Oh yeah, that's and too. seeing how well that succeeded. They're like, oh, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should be more hands off, kind of, and they're starting to kind of just let things happen. So, and, uh, I also mentioned uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That's another thing yeah. I forgot that that EA put that. It was such a quality game, I forgot EA put it out. And the <laughs> like, other, the other Star Wars game, uh, the the Tie Fighter one. <laughs> I oh, forget what it's called. Yeah. Rogue so, Squadron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave's mentioned they might be up for a redemption story, and I hope so. Like, you know, Capcom kind of had one a while ago when they started. I think it started with a Monster Hunter World. They started put no the I want to say the Resident Evil Two remake and Monster Hunter World. They started putting out these like great games. Yeah. Without bullshit. So hopefully, you know, EA pulls a Capcom and like gets some trust back. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, man. Um, my big thing, my big concern is they keep this going. And I want to see some fucking quality. I want Bioware to do Bioware shit. That's my big thing. I want Bioware to do Bioware shit. So I'm only back Bioware. Fucking fuck Anthem. Give me KOTOR 2 if you can, or KOTOR 3 if you can, or a KOTOR remake. Um, Yeah, Dave mentioned uh, RET remake, DMC5, Monster Hunter, all stuff that Capcom did to pull themselves out of their their shit mire. Um, Hopefully EA can do the same thing, uh, but we'll see, man. Uh, They do seem to be on the upswing. But, you know, I'm holding my cards close to my chest on that, but we'll see. Um, 
we also got an update on Tom Clancy's The Division Universe. Um, those of you who don't know, there was a free-to-play Division game coming out, right, called uh, Heartland? Or am I yeah. making that up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess what I didn't know about this was that there's a Division Universe. Like, they've got their own, like, MCU just for the Division. I mean, I didn't even realize Division was that popular, but turns out... They've got uh, a mobile game coming. They've got the Heartland free free to play game. There's a novel coming out, and there's also a Netflix film coming. I didn't know about um, that. That's really interesting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I, they're pushing division hard, I guess. I mean, if, if they can push it, man, if people like it, that's... I've never played Division. It didn't really interest me when it came out. But I say, if you, if you got into it, man, more power to you. Like... I, it's I, actually... Those those games are actually pretty damn good. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. They're pretty okay. damn good. It's like, you know how bad... Uh, you know how bad Outriders is? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like uh, Outriders, but good. Oh. Okay. I have to check that out then. Um, so hopefully, I mean, if, if they got, if they got, if this project is enough to like give something, get something fucking cool, you know, I see more power to them. Man, they got Wait the money to back hold on, up. hold on, hold on. Clay disagrees with what I just said. Oh shit! Well, you guys argue about that. I'm gonna pee, <laughs> but you guys go back. I'll be back in like two minutes. All right, Clay, go on. Wait, should I get you in here? Do you want to get in here, Clay, and and argue your? Uh... Should we do a? Should we do a caller? Uh, should we get the callers in here now? <laughs> Toy Toy is in here. Okay, hold on. Let's get. Let me see if I can get Clay in here. I think we have to be friends to get. Uh, I don't think I don't think we're friends on on Discord. But I I want you to get in here and and fight for. <laughs> fight for outriders here we go here we go here we go okay hold on this is unprecedented we've never done this before all right here we go all right i see you i can't hear you though He said one second. This is unprecedented. Um, Toy was in here. Never catch you streaming. Uh my my schedule is changing. I'm gonna be streaming at nights now. Um Hopefully, like every night, I can do uh, streaming. So, All what right. did I miss? Is division good or does it suck? Um, try and get Clay in here. <laughs> Why are you getting but... him on? Um, oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, Clay did say earlier that uh, the Kotor remake is happening. According to rumors, just not by Bioware. Um, honestly, at this point. 
I just want a KOTOR remake. Someone told me, actually. Someone told me there's one on mobile now. It's not a remake. It's a port. Is it a port? Because yeah. they told me it was like like they made some enhancements. I mean, it's got better stability and slightly better graphical fidelity, but it's the same game. It's not like a new game or anything. Huh. All right. All right. Can you hear me Yo. now? Yo. Yeah, but I hear myself, though. Yeah, we're, we're going a little bit in the background. Oh, shit, Jade Empire's on mobile, too. Is it really? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, dude, I'm looking at the Apple Store right now. Jade Empire's on here. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, cool. All right. All right, so Division. Is, is it good or is it tough? <laughs> First off, how you guys doing? It's been a while. It's good, man. Good. It's good. Uh, just moved into my new apartment. So then that, you know, that fucking sucks. Moving sucks, but I'm, I'm cool now. <laughs> Moving is the worst, dude. I hate it. I told, I flat out told my wife, like, dude, we're staying here for a couple of years. I don't want to fucking do that again. Yeah. Moving is never fun. Uh, Wasabi, when's the last time you played Outriders? Was it, was, was it when it first launched and it was broken? No, it was before it launched in the yeah, beta, and I was like, they are confident releasing this beta because this game is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, you like Death Stranding, so we still have that uh, elephant in the room. Oh, come on, that God. game is a, it's a work of art. I like it as the art piece that it is, There's not as the game it is. The colossal elephant of horrible video game in the room. So <laughs> There's that. So why did Outriders suck? Oh, where do I begin, man? Like, the story was absolutely atrocious. I mean, there was this, like, you get whiplash b between them trying to be serious and trying to be funny, and I just didn't know what they were going for. Uh, game, uh, the, game, the way the game is designed was very reminiscent of something you'd expect from a PS3 game. Uh, just hallways and corridors and rooms... Uh, the powers are really cool. I, I enjoyed the powers. Those are really cool. Very short cooldown on the powers. You can just whip those out whenever you want it. Um, and that's about all I liked about it. <laughs> okay. I like whipping it out whenever I want to. Yeah. So I'll say this. I went into Outriders expecting a better version of Destiny. And that's what I got. Because. Uh, okay. You could say. You could say, like, take take all the boring gameplay of Halo and put it into a looter shooter, and then you have Destiny. But if you were to take all of the fast-paced, fun action of Gears of War and do the same treatment, and then you get Outriders. Or Remnant. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> that actually was not bad. Like, it, it was exactly what I expected it to be. The Division? Are you, are you really talking about storyline, and then you say words like The Division? Like yeah, but division I could like throw the story away and still have a fun a very fun game to play. I would say the division, although like it was without... division division wasn't bad enough to where like I laughed out loud at how bad it was. Whereas Outriders, I'm like, there's no way that they made a cutscene just for me to jump over this bridge and then load into the next area. Or you, you know, know, honestly. Honestly, I don't know why they did that, and I have a theory. So 
I'm playing it on the PS5 with a few buddies of mine where there are really no load screens. I'm thinking the transitional cutscene like that are to buffer loadings for like the older consoles and they just left them in. Ah, okay. That I'm assuming sense. that's what it is because you can instantly skip those cutscenes on the PS5 or the Series X and it goes right into the next scene. But that there's still, sense. there's like games like GTA 5 came out on PS3. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 came out on PS3. Uh, yeah. Like these games are doing so much more and are doing it very well on these old consoles. Whereas I go, like, I play Outriders. Uh, and I'm like, what? Like, I can't believe that this game is made this way. Uh, it's, it, it was just, it just felt so antiquated. I would say, okay. So looking at, if you do a comparison with both, you have division and outrider, they're both yeah. third person cover based shooters. One of them has superpowers and the other has like tactical Tech. breaching grenade stuff, drones and shit. Yeah drones yeah and it's like <laughs> i don't know man like i've already reached the end game of outriders and i i still think it's enjoyable to play um not like i'm not a big looter shooter fan so i really have to have my buddies be like hey man let's jump in real quick and then i will um division i think in both games combined i played about three hours and i was like yeah i'm good this is a very carbon copy like shooter experience thing that it's like oh yeah you can level up your gear and you can looter shoot and all this stuff and i'm like yeah this is this is not interesting at all <laughs> and then i think i put about an hour and a half in each game and when like division two came out i was like oh so it's the exact same game with a new environment got it like this is a very cookie cutter like third person shooter got it at least our outriders get to you you know like set people on fire and debuffs and you can mix and match your special powers and talent trees. I do, I do, I do like the powers and like the, the skill trees and the way like the weapon augments uh, tie into your abilities as well. Like, oh, that stuff is cool. But mm. then you have to play the game and it's just like, oh. Uh, by the way, just want to catch <laughs> up on your chat here with uh, yeah. You want to join Dad us for the rest of this? With with YouTube's David Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> Best game of the last five years. Death Strand's not even a game. You just walk. <laughs> oh my god, here we go. You just walk. I've been waiting for this to happen. You just walk around. That's it. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm going to grab some packages. I'm going to go walk. It's genius, though. I just love that they made a game that is it's subverts all the expectations of what a game should be it's the same thing that i talk about with um yoko taro and and like the near series like it subverts the the expectations of a video like this is a video game and here's why you can't fast travel because here's why the map sucks is because fuck you that's why <laughs> like that's all the explanation it needs <laughs> You remember uh, when we were first having this conversation and I was like, but it's not even fun. And you said, well, video games don't have to be fun. They don't have to be fun. And if it's not fun, get the hell out of here. All right. <laughs> video games are supposed to be enjoyable. Uh, do you uh, I have no intelligence or emotions? Yeah. Who needs emotions? OK, like I'm yeah, I don't really care about that. Intelligence. Look. 
I am a Hideo Kojima fanboy, okay? Like, I am a Metal Gear diehard simp, okay? All day. <laughs> Death Stranding was like taking this genius game designer, and then he hands you a trash can, and it's like, here's my newest masterpiece. And you go, wow, I guess there no, is that's no why it's, That's why it's genius, though. That's why it is genius. I guess I guess there is no such thing as you know, flawless game designers because <laughs> this is a horrendous turd of an experience. Kojima's always done that though. Like when Metal Gear Solid Two came out, you know, he kept the fact that you know you weren't playing a snake and it a secret up until the game came out, and that pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, but you also had a lot of people who loved it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people like Death Stranding. I got a lot of positive press, despite the fact that it wasn't a fun game, traditionally fun. I would, I would never say that game is a good game, but the experience. There you go. The Not experience, a good game. It, the Check experience me. it provides, <laughs> the experience it provides is more memorable than most other games that I've played that are a good game, that are just good games, but the experience is forgettable. This had a very memorable experience. <laughs> you literally just said it was not a good game right but it's a it's a phenomenal experience it's not i even, <laughs> I even watched the the 27 hour youtube video just to get the story out of it because i refused to keep playing it and even at the end of it i was like wow this is kojima's worst story he's ever written this is horrible <laughs> i'm so happy i didn't spend 80 hours on this oh my god <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we we've got we've got the rest of the show to do. Do you want to join us for the rest of this? Um, I'm gonna That's I'm gonna okay, send you. Guys. You're driving if you want, this. If you want if occasional you want. comment, I'll be happy to throw something in. This is your show. Run with it. <laughs> I've uh, I was uh, saying uh, you have no intelligence or emotions. I know. I saw that. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you want out of a game. Like I'm I. If you want an experience, or do you want just bright colors and shoot things and you know that dopamine to your brain i guess it depends on what you want out of your game i want i want fun i want gameplay and that's I fine i could look, look, look my, i'm not my... even this like call of duty bang bang shoot 'em up guy one of my favorite games of the past like 15 years papers please <laughs> like okay as far away far as ways you can get from my normal you know metal gear gta you know stuff like that love that game why because it was a unique gaming experience and it was fun yeah but you also don't like outer wilds which is in my opinion the greatest game ever made but because it's it, it wasn't fun <laughs> But that's the problem is you're you're you got you got pre you got these preconceived notion that video games need to be fun, but there's so much more experiences to be had from a video game that's just beyond the the fun factor. Just this whole uh you know, this whole pattern concept of like just the walking simulator. It's like yeah, no, like I'm I'm I play video games to play video games. If I want to read a book, I'll read a book. If I want a visual novel game, I'll play Phoenix yeah, Wright. There's experiences but, uh, you can't get from just... There's video games that you can make that only can offer that experience in the form of a video game. Like, if they made Death Stranding into a movie, 
it would it would not offer the same experience if they made it into a novel it would not offer the same experience if it was an It'd album be better because it would only be two hours long and then I, uh... <laughs> oh my god Okay, well, we've got a show. We've got the rest of the show hey, to do. Let's have, let's, have talking, sh- let's have a post show about what video games should be. Keep <laughs> going. Let's finish up this one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you keep going. Your show, man. That's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh... Uh, Dave was making some of the same arguments uh, you were with Sabi. Artistic expressionism is a real thing in video games. In an active experience, it's a whole different world. I agree. I think games can be more than just fun. Um, but that's not a discussion I want to have right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, right. Uh, we just finished up with The Division. Um, so former Epic and Blizzard veterans joining forces to create Lightforge Games. Um, a totally new gaming studio. And if you check out their website, it says that they're on a, they are a new all remote studio of industry veterans on a quest to change how the world plays RPGs. Um, yeah. All remote is interesting. Cause I don't know. I'm sure there's other studios that do that, but not, not many of them advertise that point so prominently. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I, I like to highlight these like new studio openings just in case there's anyone out there that's trying to get into uh, games dev. Um, they are they have uh, career opportunities open, so um, they're looking for animators and artists and uh, community managers. So, which, I, which is really cool to me to see that because I'm not a big Blizzard fan, as people. I'm not really big into Blizzard, um, but I do love me some Diablo. So if I can get something similar to that, you know, coming out of yeah. this, you know, something really cool, or just a new RPG in general. Like I love RPGs, so if I guess something new coming out of that, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, um, and I don't, I don't really, I don't recognize any of the names here, so I don't know if any of these guys have lineage in like Diablo two. You know, the games that you love. Uh, but um, you know, there's some there's some names here, and they they claim to be veterans. So, so uh, Rick, what about like Poe? If you're just like a big Diablo fan, what about something I've, like that? Was I've I've brought this up with him. He's not. We played it a little bit, but a little bit. Now I was really into like what it was offering. I, I got to dump more time into it, and but I really did like what I was playing. Like there's a lot of potential there. Just looking at like all the freedom it gives me to build up my character how I want. I'm like, ooh, I can do some stupid shit. <laughs> and I'm excited to see it, to play it more. Um, I will get into it more. I, I will. But uh, I, I'm having, I'm playing so many games right now. I don't have the time to invest into uh, POE as much as I want. I hear it. I think once Path of Exile 2 comes out, that's when I'll get heavy into that. Just the the whole thing. Because I keep every time I get into Path of Exile, when like whatever new season comes out, I like fall off pretty quick. Dude, um, I'm 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 similar with Diablo. Every time a new season drops for Diablo, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be my life for the next couple weeks, and <laughs> I won't play anything else. And it's it's a problem I have, and I haven't found anything that quite scratches that itch. And I know it's all dopamine. Like I know it's it, there's nothing like really substantial behind what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. It's just my dumb fucking animal brain is like, ooh, numbers going up. 
things die good. <laughs> but I'm fucking, nice. I'm into it. After a long day at work, you know, I just get home. I just want to run some riffs and feel like a fucking superhero. And if I can like unlock shit while I'm doing it, that just, you know, it's good. Dude, numbers going I'm, up is like the ultimate dopamine. Yeah, dude. It really is. Me. I don't get enough dopamine in my day to day life. So like to get it from yeah. a video game is fucking choice, man. <laughs> God, I sound so depressed in the way I describe my life. I like my life. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you're just like, yeah, I'm really sad a lot when I'm at home. So I'm sad. I'm I'm, I'm only not sad when I play Diablo. So <laughs> get off that Death Stranding and play some more Diablo. <laughs> uh, all jokes aside, though, I, I do have a I am I do have a happy life, but I, I like I like what Diablo gives me. I like the experience I get from Diablo. And something similar that could replicate that. I think the close I've gotten to that is like Borderlands Three and like Grim Dawn. So, yeah. Uh, Life Force could put up something similar to it. I'd be into it, man. Um, and uh, some other news. Um, we just got a two new DualSense wireless controllers are hitting the shelf starting next month. Um, hold on, I'm pulling up that page now. Yeah, we got, got Cosmic Red and Midnight Black. Um, which, that black I mean, one looks, looks baller. Wait, they've shown yeah, that. They've shown that before, like before the PS5 came out. They've shown that that black one, and people were like, "Oh shit, is there a black PS5 coming out?" Um, no, just the controller. Yeah, that black one looks dope. I like yeah. the way it looks, and uh, if if I could fucking get a hold of a PS5, I'd be really excited. But I'd buy the controller just to use it on, on PC. Yeah, all, like all jokes aside, I don't think I'm gonna be buying a PS5 like anytime soon. Like I got enough, I can get everything I need off PC, so I don't think I need a PS5. Yeah. Um. The you know I love my Xbox Elite controller. It is absolutely the pinnacle of uh video game controllers, in my opinion. The Elite? I agree. Elite. Elite V2. The Elite is fantastic, and I'll also throw a little plug in there for just the regular Series X controller. It yeah. just leaps and bounds ahead of what the Xbox One had. Everyone keeps telling me. Yeah. I want to pick it up. I'm just, I'm happy with my Elite, so I haven't had to, like, get anything else, but... It's, it's very similar. Just, uh, I think there's a few extra bells and whistles the Elite has that the, the Series X doesn't, but... The Series X alone is way more advanced than the Xbox One. That's good to hear. Uh, we got those two colors coming out: uh, Midnight Red and, or Midnight Black and uh, Cosmic Red. Both look sexy as fuck. I do like those colors. Those are cool colors. I'm not a fan of the red, um, but I think the red looks cool. I wouldn't buy it, but I, I can see some people who would like it. Um, this is no, yeah, I know I got some trailers. This is what I really want to talk about. We got Game Builder Garage got announced yeah. on Nintendo Switch. This is. Basically, Little Big Planet for the Switch, but even deeper. Um, yeah, I um, I am excited <laughs> as fuck for this. This looks dope as fuck. This looks incredible. Again, Nintendo is just showing you how to make video games and letting 100%. you make video games. Hundred percent agree. This looks amazing. Yeah, dude. Um, and it sucks because like you know, Dreams did something similar, and I I never picked that up even though I wanted to. But then this is coming out, and I really, really want to get this. I, I It's not just like, 
oh, you can make like platformers. No, you, you're making fucking games. If you want to make yeah. whatever game you want, you can do it. And I love that. David, David um, brings up dreams. And that my, my thing about dreams, it's the same problem I had with little big planet is that they, they have very powerful tools, but the learning curve is just way too steep for most people, including me. Um, the learning curve is just way too steep. What I like about this is that it is extremely simple. I mean, I can just look at this and go, oh, I know exactly what I, what I would do with this. I know exactly what kind of game I would make with this. Um, and just I from if, if they learned anything from like Mario Maker 1 and 2, because they've already done it twice now, is that th those tools in those games were incredibly intuitive, incredibly yeah. intuitive. And this is just seems like a step further. So yeah, man. that's why I'm kind of, I'm more excited about this because I know that they, they, they know how to make those, those tools. And I'm excited for it too, especially since like, I just want to see what the community does with it, dude. Like if the community's strong with it, you can get some cool shit. You can play it forever. Just seeing all the new shit people put out. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, I can't wait for that to come out. That comes out uh, in June. So I'll probably be picking it up day one if I'm being honest. Yeah, um, it looks like a blast. Um, I will say just to cop, just to echo what you're saying there, Rick. I'm super excited to see what the community is going to make about this. But to go back to the other point about dreams or even Little Big Planet before that, they're they're not as popular. That's you're going to see some cool things in dreams. You're going to see some cool things in Little Big Planet, but you're going to get ten percent of what people are going to make with Mario Maker and now this yeah oh yeah like I these mean, these levels are going to make headlines you're going to see people making really cool stuff out of this yeah when when somebody somebody could recreate skyrim using dreams and it would be like a page four article <laughs> that's true uh this is going to do some cool shit and I, I can't wait to to see what gets done with it and community backing is the biggest part of it but i don't think it'll be a problem you're with a site like what you said mario maker like the attention that got i don't think we're gonna have a problem with community backing here or attention here. Um, God, it looks dope. I can't wait. Um, in other Nintendo news, we did get a look at Mario Golf Super Rush. Now, I'm not white, so I don't play golf. But <laughs> <laughs> I fucking tried. Wow. I don't like golf, dude. I fucking don't like golf. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> jokes aside jokes aside um i don't play golf um i'm not interested in golf but this this looks like it might be fun but the, the actual golf isn't the fun thing about golf it's the everything around the golfing is the fun part Dr getting fucked up and driving a golf cart yeah i can do that at home i got a car and beer at home i can do that here <laughs> not fucking, not subscribe to a fucking uh golf range to do it um <laughs> But, but uh, uh, even Dave even, is like golf is lame. Like, but that's not what Nint Nintendo takes like things that you would not have fun with and makes them fun. Like yeah. all of their sports games are incredibly fun, even if you have no idea how to play that sport. Yeah, I agree, and I'm I'm being facetious when I say that. I don't I don't think this game is going to be bad. This game looks like fun, but it's just the stigma behind the golf aspect of it is going to keep me from trying it out. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, but just to say that, yeah, Nintendo knows how to make here's that crazy word, fun games. <laughs> right? So if it's if it's golf, if it's soccer, if it's Mario tennis, baseball, whatever it is, 
you're usually going to have a lot of fun playing it, even if you hate sports, which I am right in that camp. Yeah. I'm not a big sports nut myself. Um, I like baseball. I like watching baseball games, but only like at a stadium. I don't think it's fun watching baseball on TV, but that's as far as like my sports knowledge goes or my sports enthusiasm goes. Um, this looks cool. I could definitely see an audience for this though. Uh, just, I'm not in that audience, <laughs> yeah. but it looks cool. There's some funny shit in here. The special dashes look really cool. Um, the way you can just like knock people over is running from like court to or running from hole to hole look really neat, but I'm still, eh, I'm going to skip it, but I can see some people having fun with it. Um, we also got to look at a uh, new world. Uh, this is Amazon an Amazon prime game, right? This is like one of the only games that survived their, uh, they had a yeah. whole plan to release all these games. This is the only one that survived, right? Yeah. And uh, surprise, um, it's a multiplayer survival game. Like, we don't have enough of those. Or is it an RP? Or is it an MMO? Well, it's a, it's, an, it's an MMO. At? It's an MMO. Okay. But it has, like, survival, you know, crafting and looting and building and shit like that. Um, they Some people got an uproar about their, like, cash shop which i didn't really yeah. look much into but i'm like it's fine if the game if the game's free i don't know if they've said if this game's gonna be free or not but if it's free i'm totally fine with paying for like cosmetics if it's purely cosmetic that's what ps that's a, what pso2 does and it works fine for that and then you can even if you if you if you if you buy stuff in the cash shop you can flip them on the in-game shop for like in-game currency so you can still even if you just even if you don't buy anything with real money you can just go in the in-game shop and buy it with the in-game money because people put those items in there so i mean i think that's a good balance now, i don't know if this game's going to do that but we'd have we'll to see. Wait see um it's funny to me to see that they had these big plans to jump into the game industry and this is the only thing that survived um, I think that that's funny to me. I got a fucked up sense of humor though. Um, we'll have to wait and see what they do with it. Yeah. If, it if it makes waves, it gets a lot of attention. But historically speaking, fucking MMOs are really hard to carve into. That's a market that's really hard to get into. And a company, even a company as big as Amazon, I still think they got their work cut out for them trying to compete with like FF14, the Knights of the Republic MMO, and um, and God, World of Warcraft is still going. So good luck fucking trying to break that. Yeah, and David says in the chat that they are doing XP bonuses, and you have to pay for fast travel. Oh. Interesting. Not a good start. No thanks. <laughs> Not a good start. Um, we'll wait and see. I mean, I don't want to be negative about it, but you know, historically speaking, new developers trying to carve into the MMO market haven't been successful. Um, now this next trailer is something I put in here because I'm excited for this. Uh, we got a standalone Chun-Li trailer for the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid game. Ooh. Uh, about a month ago, we got announced announced that Ryu and Chun-Li were coming. This is a showcase of Chun-Li. And it shows off some cool shit. We got to see her uh, her blue Phoenix Ranger outfit, which looks fucking dope. What is it about Power Rangers that looks so fucking cool, dude? Like, <laughs> It's like that mix of like Chinese uh, aesthetics and also just like the cyber power ranger aesthetic yes dude i love it it looks fucking awesome 
Um, there's also a look at an alternate skin, uh, Angel Grove Class of 93. They announced that that for Ryu, but basically uh, they're normal day clothes skins for Ryu and Chun-Li that look really neat. Um, this looks cool. Those of you who weren't here for that podcast, um, I did pick up uh, Battle for the Grid a while ago, and it is one of the funnest, like easy to easy to pick up fighting games I've played in a very long time. Uh, the combo system is really easy to get a grasp of. Um, there's a lot of fun little mechanics that make pulling together combos really easy and. Satisfying. Does this play like? Does this play like Killer Instinct? It looks like Killer Instinct. Um, like... It's not as hard. It doesn't have as hard a combo system as Killer Instinct does, but it does okay. have. It plays. I want to say it plays more like Marvel versus Capcom. Okay. But the combos are loose enough that you can do a lot of stupid shit with this game. Like this, yeah. the bullshit I've seen people pull off is insane, yeah. especially picture, at level play. Picture Street Fighter, but with the assist system of of Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But what I love about the assist system, here's something that's really cool. Um, I believe with Marvel versus Capcom, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you tag in somebody to assist you, you can either tag them in to swap out or tag them in to assist. You can't do both. With this, it's one button to have your assist partner come in and attack, and you can switch over to them at any point during that animation, as long as you're still on screen. So with that freedom, you can do some stupid shit where you swap to the, you have the character come in, do a move, and in the middle of their move, switch to them and keep a combo going. Like, I've seen some really crazy stuff with this, and I've fucked around with the uh, training mode and done some crazy stuff too. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, Dave was saying that it actually looks really dope. He hasn't seen any of that footage until now. That's great. I love turning people on to shit they've never seen before. Um, the Power Rangers fighting game is great. If you have um, Game Pass, available on Game Pass, but honestly, the DLC characters really add a lot to the game. I recommend picking it up with the DLC characters if you can afford it. Um, I'm excited. May, uh, Ryu and Chun-Li are dropping May 25th. I'll probably be picking that up when that drops. It looks... I'm a fucking slut for Street Fighter. So anytime Street Fighter's involved with something, my eyes are on it. And I'm, I'm going to pick this up for sure. But go go play Power Rangers. Um, All right. We also got to look at Final Fantasy XIV and Walker, the newest FF14 expansion. I, I am so out of the loop, dude. I don't play FS, FF14. <laughs> um, uh, Dave said he's heading out later, man. It's good seeing you again. Peace out. Hey, Dave. Death Stranding sucks. <laughs> um, I've been so out of FF14. I try to get into it, man. I just, I'm just i not an MMO guy at all. Like I've tried. I've tried on multiple occasions. I tried picking up the Old Republic MMO, and if Star Wars can't do it, I don't think anything's going to get me in MMOs. I love um, that game. I've tried, man. I, I I wanted to like it, but I, just, I couldn't. So good. Yeah, love that game. The Star Wars MMO. Um, yeah, Old Republic, man. That game was awesome. Man, you really like hate everything that, or you love everything that most people seem to hate. <laughs> why is why is the game still going today? Then what? Well, they well, had to go Republic free to play. Like it's still going strong, I think, but it is still going. And they're, they're still releasing new content for it. Yeah, it's the only currently active, like, non-canon Star Wars media out, out there. Like, yeah. anything else that's non-canon is not currently in development. That's the only non-canon Star Wars anything that's still being worked on. 
it's just um, it's one of those games that it's like low key buzz. It's like one it's like you have no idea it's still popular until you start looking into it. Yeah. Definitely. It's not hitting the same numbers as like FF14 or WoW, but it's still getting enough attention. People like it. And I've I've tried. I might try to get into it again, but I don't know. Um and Walker FF14 though, this new expansion. It's a bunch of story stuff, which looks cool, don't get me wrong, but I don't fucking know anything about the story, so I can't tell you what's going on here. Um, this um, game is incredibly good, but yeah, everyone tells me, and I've tried to get into it too. It's I one of this... the. It's one of the in a in a world where most MMOs are coming out now and they're free to play. This one still has a subscription. It's like it is worth a sub- subscription, but it's hard to justify paying for an MMO when so many quality ones yeah. are out now for free. And that, that um, was part of my problem. I tried getting into it. In fact, before I met my wife, there's this girl I was, I was, I was, I was talking to that got me into the MMO. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it, I still couldn't get into it, even with her uh, dang, dangling a carrot, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I still couldn't get into this. So I think I'm just not an MMO guy, man. Uh, PSO2, um, it's, a good, it's a good hybrid. I'll give it a try. I'm always willing to try. Um, a lot of talk. I know a lot. I have a lot of friends who are into FF14, and there's a lot of uh, buzz around one of the new classes, the Reaper class, like a scythe wielding class. Um, I know a lot of people are really excited for that and some of the new class upgrades that they're getting, but I can't go into detail about it. Um, Endwalker is set to release pretty soon. What's the release date for that? Hold on. Uh, fall 2021. So, you know, if you're. If you're an FF14 fan, there's nothing I can say to change your mind on it. You're going to pick it up either way. Um, so have fun with that. You can pick that up when it drops in fall. Um, we got a final trailer for the FF7 remake Intergrade, which if we can talk about this for a minute. <laughs> sure. I'm kind of upset with how this is going, and I'm not surprised with how it's going. Uh, so Intergrade is like an inner... It's like a, it's like a the Half Life Two Episode One thing, you know. It's it's an in between story, between FF Seven Remake and the second part of FF Seven Remake. Uh, it introduces Yuffie to the game, and a lot of people are excited to see that. But they didn't. They they announced some time ago that it's going to be a while before the second part of FF Seven comes out, and that is going to be next gen exclusive. So if you invested all this time buying this game and this content on your ps4 or xbox one you are gonna have to buy a new system to continue that story <laughs> which i'm not surprised yeah. by but you know that's still for everybody who wasn't planning to buy it for a while it's still a ways off i think yeah. especially with what they're especially with how this game ends you're like okay this is gonna be a ways off <laughs> uh didn't they, um, didn't they also, when they first announced it in grade a few months ago, didn't they also say that your save file would not transfer to the PS5? They, so it will if you bought the game, but if you were like me and downloaded off PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah. well, oh, your save file would transfer, but you have to buy the game over again. I think they allow like a free upgrade to PS5. Oh, is it? Okay, because I was like, I already went through this on the PS4, and sorry, uh, Final Fantasy fans out there, if I have to play through that entire game again just to get Intergrade, I'm not playing it. That's just too much. 
That's Wait like, that's like 60 more hours. Oh, that's the Hold new on. little um, <laughs> mini game they announced for Intergrade. Um, like Dota Auto so, Chess? Eh, kind of. <laughs> okay. Well. So it's like a, like a little board game in the world of uh, FF7 that uh, they introduced into Intergrade. Um, it looks interesting. It looks like a fun little diversion, little side quest to play around with. It's like Triple Triad. Um, yeah, like Triple Triad. Um, all in all, FF7 looks great. Like, the FF7 remakes look fantastic. Um, I haven't played anything after that first demo they released, even though I have it on my PS4. Honestly, I think I'm just waiting for, like, a PC release, just an ultimate PC release with yep. everything on it. Then I'll probably jump into it. Yep. It was good. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. I'm not good. a lifelong Final Fantasy fan, so I didn't look into it as like this is the greatest game of all time, like a lot of fans did. But it was good. Yeah, and when I played it, the demo was fun. I, I think I'm just gonna wait for like, I guess like an like an omnibus ultimate edition with everything, or definitely gonna like a happen. PC release at least. Did you go through that, Masami? What? Seven remake? Did you go through that? Oh yeah, yeah. I I played through that. Oh, that's right. I, I think I watched you stream a couple of those. That's right. Yeah, it's it was, a uh, good game. Good. I just I wish it was more. Uh, I wish the combat system was better. I, I wish they went so, one way or the other way. Yeah, and my 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 big gripe with it is the combat system. At least from the from the beta, it was trying so hard to like lean both ways. You know, yeah. it wants to be like a a turn based RPG and an action game, but it didn't have anything simple like animation canceling or da- dodge canceling to make it like feel like an action game. So anytime yeah. I started to move, I was stuck with that animation. I felt like shit, especially considering I was playing Devil May Cry Five at the time. So <laughs> going yeah. from that to this it was a, it was an obvious downgrade in a uh, gameplay experience and um. And, uh, you know, combat feedback. Um, I've heard they tweaked it a bit for the main game, but not that much. <laughs> and that's another thing that's kind of holding me back from it. Um, but I'll probably pick it up if they release like a PC version, you know, something I can play. Yeah, I will, on the same machine. I will definitely buy this game again when it hits PC, when it hits yeah. PC, because it's definitely going to happen. Trends, yeah. the way they've been trending, they've been like, releasing all their stuff on PC and not like not telling you they're going to do it but they do it. Yeah. Um and some more news. We got a look at BioMutant which you know fans of the channel know we've been following this for a while. That's also dropping May 25th, same day as the um as the uh Power Rangers DLC for uh I'm going to grab yeah, my Rangers. uh I ordered some KFC and I'm going to pick it up real quick. <laughs> all right, cool. I'll talk about BioMutant right a little bit. All right. Um, yeah, that comes out uh, May twenty fifth. Uh, those of you who don't know, we've been fall. We basically talk about this every time some they announce something. Uh, Bio Mutant started out as like an open world action game, and it kind of developed some Breath of the Wild influences as the game continued. Um, I think Bio Mutant looks fucking incredible. Um, this looks yeah. This looks like a lot of fun. Um, it's I got this. yeah. <laughs> I'm a uh, Gamefly subscriber, so because yeah. like, I, I play a ton of games and I like to not pay sixty bucks for everyone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've had this on my Gamefly list since it was announced like three years ago. 
And it's like, oh, hey, it's finally coming out. Now I can actually play this game. This looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, dude. I can't wait. I've been following it for a couple of years either, back when it was, uh, when um, they just basically showed off some minor gameplay and that's it. And they had that, like, that gap where they didn't talk about it at all. Right. Um, I'm into it. I like the new Breath of the Wild influences they put showed off with it. Um, I like the uh, character customization. I like the combat system. It looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait for this to come out. Um, again, it's dropping May 25th for pretty much everything. Um, I don't know if I'm able to pick it up day one because I, again, new apartment, moving, expensive. So I might not have the money to do it for a while. Yeah. Uh, but this looks... Oh, and this is not... This is not a Series X PS5 game. This is an Xbox One PS4 game. Yes. Uh, I keep forgetting next-gen systems are a thing, even though nobody can get get a hold of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, this looks like fun, though. I really want to pick it up. Um, when I do pick it up, it'll probably be on PC, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, God, this looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um. They also announced a character creation trailer, too, that looks really interesting. Just there's so much customization to how your character looks, and that affects all your stats. I like it a lot. Um, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this game to come out. <laughs> oh, there's Savi showing off the uh, gameplay trailer. Yeah, you can, like, there's yeah. a slider to, like, customize your character's appearance, and that affects your stats. So if you make his head bigger, that increases your intelligence, but lower some other... Physical stats, if you make them more physically fit or bigger, that lowers intelligence and more mental stats. It looks really cool, man. <laughs> I really like this. I like games that let me just do whatever I want with my character and build them however I want. And yeah. this game does it. Um, Max loot and charisma. Got it. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, how's, your, how's your KFC, Sabi? You know, you just get the bowl. That's the only thing worth getting at kfc um i think i got the chicken sandwich too and then here's what i didn't realize they have their own mountain dew flavor uh did you know about this you're not a mountain dew fan i did not know that i'm not a mountain Uh, dew fan either but i didn't know they had their own flavor taco bell has their own flavor but kfc has their own flavor it's like an iced tea i forget what it's called they're they're both owned by the same company which also owns pepsi so that makes sense Oh, well, that does make sense. <laughs> but, yeah, just got the bowl and a sandwich and I think some fries. Um, and some other news, we got a trailer for, uh, well, not a trailer. We already saw a trailer, but we got a gameplay overview for uh, Necromunda Hired Gun, which takes place in the uh, Warhammer universe, I found out. So that's yeah. cool. Um, I am not a Warhammer guy at all. There's too much fucking lore there for me to get into. Um, but like this but looks fucking good. Phenomenal. Oh, <laughs> I know, dude. I don't know what I, we talked about this when we saw this trailer. I don't know where this resurgence with like with like run and gun, like bunny hop shooters came from, like really in your face shooters. Yeah, we're realizing, we're realizing that this that this was good all along. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck Call of Duty. Give me back my Unreal Tournament. Yeah, dude, like this looks fucking phenomenal, and it's got a bunch of Doom vibes from it, so I'm excited. Um, you know, we also got this. And Shadow Warrior Three is coming out too. Like, this is gonna yeah. be a good year for shooters, man. Um, God, this looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait. There's so much shit you can do, so many abilities you have, and 
ways you can fight and the, 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 the shooting looks like a lot of fun. It's really visceral. People blow up and get, get, what's the term? Jibbed? Gibbed? You know talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Jibbed. I've always heard, but I don't know if there's way. actually a, a real word for that. Well, it's like short for like giblets, I think. Giblets, uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, I think people just pronounce it. I don't think it really matters. I prefer saying gib, but mm. I I know it is jib. Yeah. But yeah, this looks fucking badass. So I I will probably definitely be playing this. So I yeah, do same. Uh, this and Shadow Warrior Three are both on my wish list. Um, oh, I can't wait till this comes out. Um. We also got to look at Tactical Breach Wizards, which um, I've never fucking heard of this until I saw this trailer. Neither did I until I put this trailer in here. And the reason I put this in here, you know me, as soon as I see the word tactic in a title, I'm, I'm out. But <laughs> uh, this, this has, this looks incredible. Action, bro. It'll be, uh, but no, but that's different though. That's different. <laughs> How is that this, different? This is so weird. It's like it's like XCOM, but with like this weird like military fantasy thing with it's it's XCOM. Rifles. It's XCOM, but if it had a rewind feature and if you could see what happens in the future. So the whole premise of this game, which is why I like it, is because you're setting stuff up and then seeing how it plays out and then going, oh, no, wait, if I put this guy here and then set this and set him up to do this, when I set when I do when I push this guy here, he's going to do this and then this is going to happen and then that happens. And then um, and then you just see how it plays out and then you rewind and then set it up how exactly how you need it. Um, so that's kind of what this guy is walking through. This is a developer doing like a walkthrough of how he's setting everything up here. Um, he's placing all his, 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 uh, characters in very specific points and then setting them up to do very specific things. So like right here, he's setting up this laser across there so that when his other character uses his attack that pushes him back, he falls into his other character's laser and then he fires and then he takes two guys out at once in one turn. But then I think he rewinds even that and goes, no, wait, we can do this better. And then he just keeps doing it until he gets like the perfect turn. And then he lets the, he lets the enemy get their turn. So it's like, like super tactics, but what if you could see and rewind and, and just set up the perfect turn, um, which is really cool. So if I could just point something out here, like yeah. I'm certain some people are going to see this as some like genius way of doing tactical gameplay but all i'm seeing is this is the guy playing the super hard nes games on an in, on an emulator with save states <laughs> sure not yeah. wrong <laughs> this looks like fun though like i really i really like this i like the aesthetic to it this idea of like magical wizards with like fucking assault rifles and tactical gear is really funny to me yeah um, this looks cool i would have never heard about this game if you haven't put this up so thank you for that <laughs> That's that's what this whole segment's for. There's more. Oh, it gets better. Also... You know, I put the oh, best yeah? shit at the bottom, so. Oh, yeah. 
Um, we is there, wait, is there more for this breach wizards or no, 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 the next thing. All right, now this one, this is something I don't know why it exists, but I'm glad it does. (laughs) (laughs) We got Super Mario 64 with ray tracing, (laughs) which is called the dictionary definition of like unnecessary, but yeah, goddamn, that is so funny. Like, but it's amazing how just that little change, I don't see any changes to the textures. But just a simple thing like ray tracing can make the game look so much better. Yeah. And I think this came from like a while ago, like they decompiled the source code and then they came out with a PC version and then Nintendo was like, don't do that. But I mean, once shit's out, it's out. Um, so that just led to people just figuring out just all kinds of stuff for this game. And it's just awesome. I just love seeing this type of stuff. I do, me too. It's really funny to see something like that. Um, uh, the dedication that that goes with that is hilarious. <laughs> Good on them, though. You know, they had a project, they stuck with it. Um, we also got a look at uh, some game releases. Uh, so today we have uh, Arkea, Arcea coming out for the Nintendo Switch. It's a uh, rhythm game, not too dissimilar to. Um, Oh, God, what's that fucking game? Oh, God, there's a game that looks just like this. It's actually a a much older, like, rhythm game. Harmonix made it. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Boys in the Hood. Oh, shit. That's your fucking... <laughs> Every fucking exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. Boys <laughs> in the Hood. That's exactly what it is. God, you knew it. fucking bog me. This is going to bog me. I'd have to see what it is. I don't, I don't know what we're looking at yet. I don't know Did either. See, like, I... I put the I did put these in last minute. <laughs> this is the last thing I did. Usually I put the trailers and everything, but here we go. Amplitude. It reminds me of Amplitude. Oh, okay. okay. No, there is, actually is a game that's exactly like this, but I forget what it's called. Um, um Voez. Yeah. Voez, which is also on Switch, but you don't know what that is, so I'm not, not talking I don't about know what it. That is. <laughs> um, this looks. I mean, it's a rhythm game, dude. It's a Japanese rhythm game. Now, if you weren't already sold on it, nothing I'm going to say can change your mind. Um, looks like it actually it uses cool. sure that... the touchscreen, which not many Switch yeah. games do. Yeah, which makes me wonder how that's going to work in TV mode, if it does at all. It does. It probably um, won't. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, we'll have to see, man. It looks really interesting. Um I'm sure there's a market for this game. I'm not in it, but I'm sure there's some people who are excited for this uh, game to come out. I know a dude who is going to be eating this up. Oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, uh, like, I, I know people who all they do, like, their entire jam in video games is rhythm stuff. Like, this is, is going to be right. I really like rhythm games, but I like a specific kind of rhythm game. There's this, this like, cult around rhythm games, dude, that I didn't know existed. Like, yeah. They're like dedicated rhythm game fans who strictly play rhythm games. I didn't know those types of people existed. Make them, oh, make yeah, them pay Parappa or Um Jammer Lammy, and then they'll yeah. give up. Exactly. Um, also, out, also uh, coming out today, we have uh, Days Gone dropping on PC. Um, yeah. Which I've been told wasn't great when it dropped, but after updates and stuff, of post-release updates, it's actually a pretty solid game now. Um, and... Uh, Maybe. I'm honestly waiting on Wasabi to say he loved that game because I thought it was boring as hell. 
No, this game sucks. <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> I bought it. Oh, I I bought it on. I I've been meaning to like force myself to play through it, uh, but I just I can't. <laughs> I I put about hour and a half, two hours into it, and then dropped it back in the mail from GameFly because That's I was like, thank God I didn't pay sixty bucks for this. Yeah, well, I did. It, it was so. on PS Plus like a month ago, so I'll probably play it when I have the time. But I'm not interested yeah. in it. Um, and it's funny because like I like Sam Witwer, like the guy who plays um the main character, Star Killer. Uh, yeah, uh, I love yeah. Sam Witwer from um and his work on Star Wars. You know, I played Star Killer yeah. and you know, Force Awakens. Yeah, he played yeah. Darth Maul in Clone Wars and and Palpatine in a uh, Force in a uh, Force um, Unleashed. People don't know that. Oh, um, I didn't know that he was Palpatine. No. Yeah, you know, the, like there's an interview with him like doing the voice, and it's like fucking terrifying. Oh, that's so awesome! Well. And I found out in that interview, like, yeah, he voiced Palpatine. He did. He stood in to voice Palpatine for Ian McDermott. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So I, I like I like seeing him in shit, and that that wasn't enough to get me to go buy that game. Um, it's on PC now, so if like you know you're waiting to pick it up, go ahead and do it. The reviews are like B minus. I I've noticed. Very. As I said before, with other things, cookie cutter, yeah. open world game. Like, yeah. hey, there's zombies. Hey, you're underpowered. Oh, here's you want a motorcycle? Go collect 800 zombie ears, and I'll give you some tires. Yeah, it seemed like, like this cow. game, like when it came out, when it came out, it was just like too late. It already missed the wave. Yeah, I'm sure if this game dropped like 2015, 2013, it would have been fine. But yeah. Came out like what 2019 <laughs> it's like yeah this is just a very dull game yeah um but i mean it's not on pc now so if you want to go and try it so far all of despite the quality of the game sony's uh ports the pc have been pretty good like you know um uh horizon, Zero horizon Dawn, it took uh, horizon a while i like horizon was pretty broke yeah yeah i heard it was pretty uh, broken when it hit pc but isn't that, I mean, they have a few others now, sure, like Helldivers, but it's like, are there really any big, I gotta play these, like, thank God they're finally on PC, aside from Horizon? Not really. I mean, um, if you want to be technical, um, Beyond Two Souls, and I think... Um, oh, God. Heavy Rain. Yeah, Heavy Rain are on PC, so, like, I don't really Detroit. think those are, like, must-play games. The Detroit, yeah. I don't think those are must-play games, though. Um... Uh, Kingdom, Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is on Hearts, PC yeah. now. What you're yeah, talking about, though, are just PlayStation exclusive third party games, though. Those aren't really like the PlayStation Studios brand. That's true. Uh. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else PlayStation Studio that came out on PC. Um, like, if it was a first party, like God of War, Spider Man, something like that, you would see people losing their minds. Yeah. Like, Days yeah, of never Days Gone was just that. like, eh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what is a must-play game, though. Leisure Suit Larry. Wet Dreams Price Twice. 100%. <laughs> I've never played a Leisure Suit Larry game, but that fucking name is phenomenal. <laughs> it's a really old twice. series. I... Leisure Suit Larry is a really old school, like back in the 80s, like Sierra, point-and-click adventures type stuff. Usually just tons of crude adult humor, really funny stuff. Nothing to write home about as far as gameplay is concerned, but it's just for yeah. the jokes. I love that. If if the humor is anything, if the, if the if the title is an indicative of any of the humor in the game, that's like right up my alley. That's really clever wordplay. I love that. 
Um, you could get like if you want to check out the older ones, uh, GOG has them all, and you can right. usually get like I think it's like the first six or seven for like three bucks or something like that. <laughs> it's like they're always on like a crazy sale. That's not so bad. Okay, that'd be cool to look into. Um, but that's there we go. That's coming out right now, man. Coming out on today, Switch so. too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which Switch has been doing great, dude. Like not censoring any games they've released. A lot of games that get censored yeah. on PlayStation will get censored on Switch. So uh, good on them. We also got a Snow Runner coming out on Switch. If you want a off-road ice trucker simulator, that is, I believe, it's also today on Game Pass. Nice. I mean, I don't understand the obsession with these like day job simulation games. But whatever. <laughs> um, you know, just to say you 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 did it. You know, it's in the challenge. It's the it's the journey, not the destination. I mean, that's fine if you want to drop your money on a journey like that. Go ahead. <laughs> um, not my cup of tea, though. Uh, we also got uh, Void Terranium Plus is coming out today on PS5. I don't know what this is. I've never heard of this game. I'm on a trailer for it now. No idea. Let's see. Not on Steam. Um. Oh, I've I know this game. Putting it in the. That's not how you spell it. They spelled it. Uh. Is this it right here? Yeah, but they but they uh. I don't know why they like spelled it out. Hey guys, I'm sorry to do this. I got a bail for a meeting because I'm still doing work stuff right now in the background. Yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate the time, guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, good thanks, for, thanks for good stopping by. Yeah, I will talk to you later. Later. Um, but yeah, we got Void Terranium coming on PS5. Uh, what is this? Like like a roguelike dungeon crawler? Is that what I'm seeing here? Uh, maybe. You know what? I thought I knew what this was, but now that I'm looking at it, it just looks familiar. I don't think I've actually seen this. I mean, it looks interesting. So if you're into it, it looks like it's got these like dungeon crawler elements, but it's cute. Wait and see when it comes up. Yeah, it looks cute. It looks interesting. Uh, I like the 2D art style. So that'll be cool. Um, we also got the uh, we also tomorrow the twentieth. You have Layers of Fear 2 coming out on the Switch. I didn't even know that was happening, so it's cool to see it happen. Um, Layers of Fear was a really popular horror game. A lot of people loved it, and I think Layers of Fear 2 got just as much attention. So it's yeah. cool to see that coming on Switch. I, don't know I think it even run. has... Oh, yeah, or look... It'll probably like run fine, but it'll look terrible. Yeah. A big thing of Layers of Fear was like... A big thing that made Layers of Fear so interesting is that it had those, uh, you know, it had very photorealistic textures. So I don't know if that's going to translate at all to Switch. It was both uh, the visuals and the audio. Um, that whole game, the whole thing was that you just didn't know. <laughs> it was the it was the anticipation of something happening, but nothing ever happening. <laughs> 
and that and that just drove you crazy. Like that was the whole thing about that game. Like that was the most scariest part of the game. Was yeah, that? I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work on a. We play that shit portably, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, there you go, man. If like you, I, you absolutely have to play. You have no other way to play Layers of Fear too. I'd like to see the numbers on people who only play their Switch in portable versus who only play in docked. Um. Yeah. I'd like to see the numbers on that. That'd be interesting to know. That would be interesting. We had enough people. We can do a a survey. Yeah. <laughs> um. We also got a. Uh, Manifold Garden is coming out on PS5, which is a good game. It's a indie puzzle game. It looks really interesting. I like what I was looking at with it. It's a first-person indie puzzle game. Yeah. Um, I liked what I was looking at. It's cool to see it uh, dropping on PS5 like that. It's been out on PC and last-gen consoles for a while now. Um, it's like 2019, I think, on PC and 2020 on PS4 and Xbox One. Um. But this looks interesting. It reminds me a little bit of The Witness. Yeah, it's That's got really a little cool. bit of The Witness mixed with like a little bit of um, like Echo Chrome. Remember that game? No. <laughs> Never heard of that game. Well, it's like a, it's a puzzle game that messes with perspective a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I remember that one. Yeah, that's basically what this game is. Is like, but it's three yeah, D. That's cool. It's non Euclidean um, puzzles. There you go. Uh, that is coming out on the 20th. So go pick it up. We have a PS5. Uh, we also got uh, Just Die Already. It's coming out on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I've seen people describe it as Goat Simulator with old people. <laughs> yeah, I played um, the. Uh, I played this. I played the demo of this. It's That's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, it looks not... super weird. This is definitely a meme game, so yeah, you know, the, the humor is seeing that the rag the characters ragdoll and stupid shit happen. Which, if that's what you're into, man, totally more power to you, but it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's good for like a couple minutes of laughter, and then what's the price? Maybe of have this? some friends over, have a couple drinks. <laughs> yeah, $12. Um, we also got <laughs> Knockout City coming out. Now this I'm interested in. Yes, me too. It's like a, how to describe it? It's like a dodgeball, a team-based competitive dodgeball game. Yeah. Um, it looks which, like a you lot know, of fun. Very reminiscent of EA's other game, uh, Rocket League. <laughs> I mean, Rocket Arena. You keep fucking that up. Uh, yeah, very yeah, reminiscent of Rocket Arena, which didn't do too well. Uh, which is which is funny because you liked Rocket Arena. I liked it. It's just they would never pull an audience because of what they were charging for that game, which was sixty dollars, and I paid for it. <laughs> now it's like five dollars. Yeah, like a week later, it dropped down to like forty, and then like a month later, it was like down to five. Um, this it doesn't have a price on the on the page. So I don't know if it's gonna be free to play or we we saw that trailer a while ago, and it was coming out on like everything. But I think we saw yeah. the Nintendo show. Like what it needs uh, to have, it needs to be free to play. It needs to have cross-platform. 
for all platforms. That would be the biggest, the, the easiest way to just get an audience is just to let people play your game. Um, so it looks cool. I hope, I hope it does well, just like I hope Rocket yeah. Arena did well, but they fucked it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, um, we also got a look at Metopia that's dropping the 21st as well. Um, it's like a it's an RPG life sim using uh, your Miis with Nintendo, it's dropping on the Switch. Uh, that came out on a 3DS, like, god, like back in 2016, 2017. Yeah, they even had like that little mini game, the uh, me verse. That what it was yeah, called? I remember that. Or yeah, like uh, the that spot pass. Out. Yeah, that dropped when the me came out. Like, or that dropped when the 3ds came out. That was like a that was packaged in with the software, and I think this is like an expanded version of that. It's like actually an RPG. Um, um, I think it's crazy. Like, I, yeah, it, it's crazy that they're still doing the me thing. Oh, I know. But they don't they, like they drop that with the Wii and they're still using it for like everything. It's almost cool. like the uh Xbox has those like avatars. That they never use. <laughs> that they still exist, but you like it's impossible to find them. Yeah, because nobody uses them for anything. Yeah. Um so it's cool to see like Nintendo's doing something with it still. Um this looks cool. It's not my cup of tea, but I know a lot of people who are excited for this. A lot of people who played the shit out of Utopia when that dropped on the uh, 3DS back in the day. So I know a lot of people are excited to play this. Um, yeah, there we go. That's coming out the 21st. And we also have uh, Rust dropping on PS4 and Xbox One. I thought that was already out <laughs> on PS4 and Xbox One, but I guess it wasn't. It was only uh, Windows and Mac. Fuck, I could have sworn this was already out, but whatever. I remember they uh, they announced it. That I remember. Um, but yeah, I remember it looking very bad when they showed it off. Um, so look, it still looks bad. It looks like garbage. Like <laughs> whatever. I know there are people who like it, man. But if you well, like you don't, it, why you don't play this game for the visuals? You play it for the experience. Uh, you know, the, like the player versus player stuff. Yes. Uh, people, people come out of these games with very unique stories. So, if that that tickles your fancy, more power to you. But it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, this is this is more too. This is too survival for me. Um. All right, and uh, that is it for the show. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Any uh, gaming news you want to go over? Um, no, I think that's gonna do it. I'm trying to think if there's anything. No, I don't think so. Um, gamerverse.com, gamerverse.com slash Twitch, gamerverse.com slash YouTube, gamerverse.com slash uh, whatever the fuck, and Discord. Uh, check us out there. Yeah. Uh, we do this, guys. My schedule is gonna be changing. I'm gonna be streaming at nights now, um, oh, cool. like late, like late, <laughs> like I don't get back until like 10 p.m. So that's like midnight Eastern. So if you're a night owl like I am, uh, I'm gonna be streaming at night. So, uh, I don't know what I'm gonna be playing now. Well. I don't know. I think I should finish like 
near, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'll figure something out. I'm not totally into that game, but I think I should finish it. But um I'll probably be on now that you're streaming nights. Like I'm up pretty late on my days off and wife goes to bed early, so I can probably be up there, keep you company. Yeah. But this is fun, man. It's fun. I look forward to this shit. We should be going back to our regular scheduled uh Saturday shows. Yeah. And then uh if we could do stuff together on Tuesdays. Um that would be that'd be dope. But um yeah, other than that, I got nights. Nights nights every day. So um, you guys have a good one. Everyone stay safe. Much love and uh get vaccinated. Get vaxxed. 